Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And there it is. A full-time whistle. And they are dancing in the Bailey tonight at TQL Stadium. 3-0 the final scoreline. The orange and blue do it again at home. Remain perfect. Inside of the fortress. And how about FC Cincinnati? All alone atop Major League Soccer with 27 points. This is Skyline Chili Cincy 360. About Cincinnati from Cincinnati. Sponsored in part by Skyline Chili. Stop by Skyline Chili for a three-way or cheese coney today. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. This is ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. Good afternoon. Welcome in. Happy Thursday. The latest edition of Cincy 360 on ESPN 1530. Cincinnati Sports Station is upon us. We are a service of Skyline Chili, the official chili provider of the Cincinnati Bengals. Happy to have you along with us today as we are each and every day, whether that be uh, via ESPN 1530 or the iHeartRadio app, where this show is also available in uh, in podcast form uh, each and every day. Uh, Austin Elmore works tirelessly to make sure that that happens. Austin, uh, can you just explain to someone if this is their first time checking in how uh, they can make this a part of their everyday world? It's pretty simple, Tony. All you have to do, if you haven't already, download the iHeartRadio app. uh, And then you just search ESPN 1530. You search Tony Pike. You search Cincy 360. You you search really whatever you want to search involving our show. And then right there is an opportunity for you to uh, to download mm. every single thing that we do. Mm. Every day, I download the entire show. Yes. I download just quick hits and yes. locks of the night. I download talkbacks. I download any per- single guest interview that we have. Yes. And uh, you can find all of that on the iHeartRadio app. And beyond just that, wherever you get your podcast, it's on several different platforms. That's how easy this is. Mm-hmm. It is just that easy. And, uh, of course, each and every day we open up the phone lines to you, the listener, 513-749-1530. We have our talkbacks, which happen each and every day in hour number two, in segment number two of hour number two. And uh, three full hours today to to discuss really anything and everything, not only Cincinnati-related, but sports-related as well. We have uh, the uh, PGA Championship is underway right now. So we've got golf, live golf action yes. at Oak Hill. We are not going to give as much of a shot-by-shot analysis as we did the Masters. No. Unfortunately, we will not be doing that today. (laughs) Um, We will, however, be uh, updating some of the names on the list from time to time. We will um, be talking about what the uh, FC Cincinnati squad did last night. Uh, Another three points. They have now moved into Austin, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. they are the top-ranked, from a point standpoint, team in Major League Soccer. The number one team in Major League Soccer. And they happen to reside right here. On the west side. On the west side in Cincinnati at TQL Stadium. So That's correct. FC Cincinnati, uh, another great performance. And that, of course, sets up what, Austin? 
hell is, is real. Real. An inferno. Yes. Happening at TQL Stadium where FC Cincinnati remains unbeaten. Unbeaten. After that 3-0 drubbing of Montreal Pile rump up last bump bump. night. 7-0 and now at TQL felt Stadium. Felt like more than three. It felt like more than it three. It was dominant. Felt like 30. Dominant from the orange and blue. If you're wondering about Columbus, they too were victorious last now, night. Now you they said you're in, a little worried about them. They're hot. They come in in good form. Uh, you just know how it, how it be with uh, wow. with rivalries. Yeah, well and said. Lucas Zellerayan, who uh, has been a thorn in the proverbial side of FC Cincinnati in the last couple of uh, matchups. Uh, it's going to be emotional. It's mm. going to be extremely fun at TQL on uh, on Saturday. I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, for what this can be, um, and and really exciting. We we kind of we touch on this from time to time, but the continued dominance of what FC Cincinnati has been: uh, Waterman, Acosta, Vasquez last night, all with goals. Outside of and, and I, we go back to this, outside of a weird night in St. Louis with a, a long rain delay, and the team got beat five one. This team has been as steady as you can hope for from a not just a soccer team, really any team sport. They've been that good. Mm-hmm. So uh, hell is real comes up this weekend. We'll talk about that today. We have a uh, a slew of Bengals topics that we can get to. Most importantly, what the Joe Burrow contract situation should look like or what it can be. I know what Joe Burrow has said, um, and uh, we have we've raved a lot this week, Austin, about. The uh, podcast with uh, Dan Hoare that he did with uh, Orlando Brown and Anthony Munoz. Mm-hmm. We're going to play some of that today. I listened to that last night. So cool to to listen to Orlando Brown and uh, the amount of respect and admiration he has, and understandably so, for Anthony Munoz, and uh, ask some great questions, and we have a couple minutes of that that I think is really cool. Um, we have uh, a little audio of Pat McAfee as well, right? Yeah, the uh, the obviously everything going on with Burrow and the headband. Uh, and they talked about that, and they talked about what Burrow said about his contract. So there's a clip in there. It starts with A.J. Hawk. It's a little bit of Pac- of Pac-Man Jones and a little bit of Pat McAfee as well. Man, not bad. I'm not afraid to uh, to put a little Pac-Man on him when he says something you worth, do like Pac-Man. worth listening. I can't stand what else Pac-Man on the Bengals? What else on the Bengals do we need to get to? What else do we need to address with right now what's going on with the Cincinnati you know, Bengals? I do think it's interesting that there's a lot that has been talked about with uh, with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase in terms of contract extensions, but Logan Wilson as well. Mm. Logan Wilson, we kind of feel like we're forgetting about him. Okay. Because so much money going into the offense. Uh, you came in the other day, yesterday. I was, I was, you know, I'm a tapehead, Tom. You I was are. Watching you were watching the All-22 for three All-22 yesterday, and... I was just I made the comment to you. I was like, they the, the Bengals need to get better in terms of lateral quickness on defense, mm-hmm. and that starts at the linebacker position. They've re-signed Jermaine Pratt. Uh, Logan Wilson is one of the better linebackers in the league at that, uh, and you wonder, you know, what is that going to look like with Akeem Davis Gaither moving forward and so on. But uh, yeah, Logan Wilson it feels like is also a priority, and so it goes more it goes beyond just Burrow and, and Higgins and. In terms of an extension, it's also Logan Wilson that's not being talked about. We have uh, we have a situation, uh, not a situation. We have a, a Reds game and a meltdown to talk about because you kind of you started this downward spiral yesterday, Austin. I did. You tweeted out 
a lot of people were upset about what we said about the lineup yesterday. Yes. And next thing you know, it's 5 nothing Reds. Mm-hmm. And before one could even blink, it was 11-5 Rockies. I have, I have a couple questions about this Reds pitching staff that we will get to in, in probably segment number two today. And, uh, of course, last night we had NBA basketball. And if you thought game one between the Lakers – and the Nuggets was good. And, and before I get to the, the game last night, can I say something about the Lakers and Nuggets? You can say whatever you want, Tony. It is driving me insane how many people are talking about the Lakers have figured out the Joker. <laughs> so all the Lakers did— Wait, is that something people are actually saying? Yes, because in the, late in the game, the, 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 the Denver Nuggets had a 25-point lead. The Lakers cut it down to three— <laughs> And essentially what the Lakers did, they used uh, Rory Hashimura to guard the Joker, and then they kind of let Anthony Davis just play center field. They let him go help. They let him block some shots, get in some passing lanes. And people since then are like, oh, man, the Lakers have figured out the Nuggets. The Lakers have figured out the Joker. And the head coach of the Denver Nuggets said, this is not something we haven't seen before. Team, this is not reinventing the wheel. Teams have tried this before, and the beauty of the NBA is the adjustment now to the adjustments. Lakers made a great in-game adjustment. Now Denver gets to adjust to that adjustment, and then the Lakers get to adjust to the adjustment made by the adjustment. But this whole narrative like, well, Do Denver's they know done. Do know that they know we know? Denver's done because they've been figured out. No, I'm sure teams all year have tried this on the Joker. He won two MVPs in a row and arguably should have won it this year. People have thrown everything possible <laughs> at the Joker. Right? Like what and, and we just continue this like conversation that well they got it figured out. I think tonight's fascinating from an NBA standpoint because I want to see the adjustments made on both sides. I want to see if LeBron playing 40 minutes and Anthony Davis playing 42 minutes I want to see if that has some type of effect in the altitude on those two players. I want to see if the Nuggets can take care of home court. And then there's last night. Heat, Celtics. And I'm watching before the game, and I'm listening to uh, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal and the rest of the crew. And Kenny the Jet Smith, Austin, said this. He said in the Knicks series, he said outside of Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle, he didn't think there were two New York, uh, any other New York Knicks that would get playing time for the Miami Heat. And then last mm. night he said, I feel just the opposite. He said, outside of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, I don't feel like there is any player on the Heat that would get minutes for the Celtics. Mm. And last night, the Celtics take a nice lead into the half, build up a double-digit lead, and then the Miami Heat scored 46 in the third quarter, Austin. 46 points. They go to Boston. And if you remember, if you haven't followed along the NBA, remember the play in Austin? Mm-hmm. I, I remember it well. The Miami Heat were playing your Bulls. And the Bulls were leading that game. Yes, the Bulls were the better team that And night. if the Heat lose that game, they're not even in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now they just won game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. And they did so... With Jimmy Butler scoring 35. And he I was said, phenomenal. I said to you this morning, uh, are the Heat going to win the NBA Finals? Right. <laughs> he was phenomenal. 
Bam Adebayo was great. But how about this? Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Caleb Martin. All three of those players were undrafted in the NBA. They all scored 15 points each last night. Kyle Lowry had 15. The Heat got 60 combined points from Lowry, Martin, Struess, and Vincent. Kevin Love added eight points. The Heat went, and they didn't just steal again. They took game one from the Boston Celtics. And there are folks out there saying this is going to be a sweep. This is going to be – I think the Miami Heat, because one, they have Jimmy Butler, and two, they have a huge coaching advantage when it comes to Eric Spolstra over the uh, over Missoula for the, the Celtics. I thought that second half last night was a master class by the Miami Heat. So one game in to both the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, the Miami Heat lead – 1-0, Denver Nuggets lead 1-0. A very quick turnaround in that Lakers-Nuggets series as they go again tonight at 8.30. I love the playoff version of the NBA. Oh, yeah. It's such, a, I, diff- it's such a different game. It's crazy. I, I'm with people. Like, the, the, the regular season, it can wear on a little bit. There's not a lot of defense played. If you want to see max effort, if you want to see ball movement, if you want to see teams getting after it, tune in tonight at 8.30. And maybe not in the first quarter, the second quarter. That second half, that's about as tense and, and intense as you can get on a on a court or on a, a a field. Anything from a team sports standpoint. It was really cool to watch last night. Uh, Reds are off today because why, Austin? They're uh, getting ready for what's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, the World Series coming up this weekend. The uh, Yankees. The New York Yankees coming in, swinging hot bats. Uh, up against uh, the Cincinnati Reds. It's going to be a big weekend tomorrow night. The Reds will debut their City Connect uniforms. The uh, The wheels fell off yesterday uh, with the Cincinnati Reds. Ben Lively will get the start for them tomorrow night. Uh, the Yankees have yet to announce their starting pitchers for the series. It'll be uh, Luke Weaver on Saturday at a 4-10 start at Great American Ballpark. And on Sunday, Hunter Green will go up against oh. Luis Severino. That will be a big-time matchup. Reminder... The Sunday game is at 11.35 a.m. That is the uh, leadoff game on Peacock. Ooh, You'll be able to listen to Peacock. it on 700 WLW. But uh, no starters announced yet for the Bronx Bombers for Friday and Saturday, but Ben Lively gets the start tomorrow night okay. for the Reds. By the way, you tweeted this out earlier, the CovCath uh, basketball camp yeah. that's coming up. CovCath's very own Luke Maley. Yes. A big day at the plate for him yesterday, including a monster, yeah. mammoth home run yeah. for Luke Maley, who's swung the bat pretty well as of late. Yeah, he's he's providing power out of the catcher spot, mm-hmm. something we haven't really seen this year. Damn, you taking a shot like that, huh? Just a little, that, that was a ricochet. Felt like a dig. That was a ricochet. Mm. Um, real quick, uh, French Open, Nadal's missing the French Open. Nick Kyrgios is missing the French Open. It's a big blow to tennis. I didn't even know the French Open was happening. It's coming. When is it? Uh, couldn't tell you. Okay. I think it starts maybe this weekend. Okay. Also, Rafael Nadal expects 2024 to be his last season on the uh, on the tour. Hmm. So, there you have that. Who is the next face of tennis besides uh, Curios? I still think it's the Joker. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Okay. I still think the Djokovic uh, is, is I mean, How there. old is he? Uh, I mean, he's getting up there. That's what I'm saying. He, like, is there not... any young young guys coming up? Because Nadal Joker's Federer's 35. done. Federer's done. Nadal's getting up there. I think Joker's still got two or three years. Kyrgios is kind of a crazy person. Is there anybody else? Um, I mean, Serena doesn't play as much, so the women's game doesn't no, have the, as the, many stars. The tennis game needs they they need another star. Hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see what you know can happen with that. But okay, when when the French Open does happen, it won't have Kyrgios and it won't have Rafael Nadal. We do have a tennis expert around this building somewhere, but I haven't got to talk to him yet uh, today. But uh, maybe at some point I will have that conversation. Uh, let's break. I can arrange that. Let's open up the phone lines. <laughs> uh, let's come back and uh, really tell you what happened yesterday in that Cincinnati Reds game. We'll get the Reds knocked out when we come back. Cincy 360, a service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. 2-0, orange and blue. How about Tommy G on the call? Beast. Tommy G's just riding a wave right now. Tommy G, one of one. He is riding the wave. A true one of one. Hopefully we get to talk to Tommy tomorrow. You know, Tommy joined us. You weren't here on Friday. Tommy joined us last week uh, on his weekend off. FC Cincinnati was off. It's the type of guy he is, man. Tommy said, I'm here for you. I got to give a shout out to Tommy's company, Fourth Floor Creative. Yes. They did a great job with the Red City Connect uh, video. Oh, yeah. To unveil the uniforms. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yes. Love that City Connect Drone shots through the ballpark. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, you hit on you hit the nail on the head there. Um, Reds yesterday, Austin. Yes. As we're back on Cincy 360, a service of Skyline Chili. You What's can your find, name? Uh, I'm Tony Pike. Okay. You're Austin Elmore. Thank you. Uh, you can find uh, Skyline at the uh, Great American Ballpark, where uh, I do think there will be a lot of folks in town mm-hmm. this weekend. I now, plan on being there. N- no game today, but uh, tomorrow and Saturday – and Sunday, the Yankees come into town. Are you going to be going at all this weekend? Uh, no. As of right now, I don't have any tickets set up. But you're planned. You're planning on being there Tuesday for three, two, one night at the ballpark. Well, sort of. It's the it's the Austin Elmore birthday oh, celebration. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. I Mo Eggers' twenty five years in radio celebration. Um. Okay. I guess you're not coming. Yeah. Sure. I'll be there. Okay. I'll be there. Um. Here's my here's my question. Uh, the Yankees are uh, they're a little bit hot right now. Mm-hmm. You know, people made a lot about the Yankees of, of they they've fallen off. They're now twenty five and uh, twenty. They uh, they're in fourth in the AL East. 
So, you know, who would have thought, Austin, that coming into this series, you would have a, a matchup between two fourth-place teams in their respective divisions? Mm. Uh, that's what you have. And you have that because the Reds were not able to finish things off yesterday. Here's the deal. Uh, yesterday, the Reds built up behind a very questionable lineup. And I was ready. I was ready to come in here and apologize and say, man, those analytics, they, they know what they're talking about. <laughs> because yesterday, it seemed like everyone we talked about had an impact in the game. Jose Barrero. And the Cowboy made mention of this yesterday. There might be something to this. Jose Barrero might have got a little bit of a fire lit under him mm-hmm. with the arrival of Matt McClain because Jose Barrero yesterday, he walked twice and had himself two hits at the plate. Jose Barrero, as the Cowboys said yesterday, looked better than he has looked all season. And you can't help but wonder, is there a correlation there behind him getting pushed a little bit by Matt McClain? Mm-hmm. Jose Barrero had himself a good day, drove in the first run of the game. Uh, you mentioned Luke Maley, a, uh, a double in the second inning, an absolute bomb in the fifth inning, and then Stuart Fairchild, and as Mo mentioned yesterday, anytime you're over the age of 18, if your name's Stuart, you're then Stu. Right, Stu Fairchild. So Stu Fairchild, uh, ground rule double that scored Jonathan India, in, Jonathan India and Spencer Steer, and before you could even blink, Austin, the Reds are up 5 nothing in the game. Yeah, I tweeted it out that there was a lot of complaining about that lineup yesterday, but maybe the club knows what they're doing. And uh, up 5 nothing with Graham Ashcraft, who at the time was pitching really, really well, I felt good about that tweet. Quite frankly, I still feel pretty good about that tweet because uh, I don't necessarily understand what happened after that. Ashcraft gives up five runs, has just 80 pitches, comes back out, gives up a couple more runs. Um but the Reds weren't able to, in that ballpark, go anything more than, than just one more run uh, the rest of the game. Yeah, and uh, Graham Ashcraft, who, you know, there was a point early in the season we talked Graham Ashcraft was the the most reliable out of the three to this point in the year. He had he had started the season red hot in, in, in his starts. If you look at uh, the month of April, Austin, Graham Ashcraft made five starts. And through the month of April, he had given up seven earned runs. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the month of May to date, he has made four starts and given up 19 runs. Yesterday, uh, remember uh, that loss to the Chicago White Sox where the Reds were beaten 17-4? He gave up eight in that game. Yesterday, uh, he gave up seven earned runs to the, uh, the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, and it's not like you could really uh... – blame much of it on the defense right and that's the thing uh, you almost wonder if it was a point where maybe he was tipping his pitches because they they couldn't touch him let me ask you a couple times through the the, through the lineup and then all of a sudden they're they're beating him up why bring him back out in the sixth yeah i think i I was wondering about that as well because i i guess because your bullpen has been so taxed um but you have an off day today uh, and he had only thrown 80 pitches, and maybe you know Graham Ashcraft has earned the trust of David Bell to say that one rough inning is not going to snowball into two. Mm. So that, but it wasn't just, just been, a rough. It was a debacle was, yeah, of an inning. It was bad, but he was still at a a pitch count where it was conceivable he could probably get it to the bullpen. That's probably what he was thinking, uh, and it just didn't work out that way. Uh, obviously, he struggled in the the first two 
and I did think it was interesting too to kind of go back to the lineup thing. Is uh, the the Rockies manager who's it? Bud Black, I think. Yeah. Uh, I I said yesterday these guys won't play the whole game because eventually they'll get the starter out and they'll bring in a right-handed pitcher and you know things will start to you know change. Uh, Bud Black went three straight lefties, yeah, starter, and then back-to-back lefties out of the bullpen to keep those guys in the game. So that might have been a nice job managerially by uh, mm. by Bud Black to managerially. get managerially. Yeah, come on now, uh, to keep that uh, that lineup intact, and they were obviously able to keep it going for a little while. But yeah, Ashcraft coming back out in the seventh. Mm. Ashcraft tagged and charged with seven or runs, the sixth, whatever it was, on ten hits. Uh, really, throughout the day, he only threw eighty pitches. Yeah. Uh, his ERA is just now up to 4.84, which tells you uh, in, in two games in May where he's given up seven and eight runs, his ERA is still at 4.84. That's how good he was in April. Yeah. Lucas Sims didn't seem right. He won a third of an inning, four runs. Um, the uh, the and, Reds, and he had been basically unhittable Yeah, up until that point. Reds give up uh, 11. Uh, Stu Fairchild drove in another in the ninth to I, make it uh, 11 to 6. I wonder how much of Ashcraft is – you're just going to have some stretches where it's not good over the course of a season. But how much can you how but much it, can you deal with that? Yeah, it, especially when you look at okay, Hunter Green has been going through that all year long. Nick Lodolo's on the injured list for the foreseeable future, and you have all these young guys. You are all of a sudden <laughs> your pitcher in the best form right now is Brandon Williamson, and he's made one big league start. It's interesting. I uh, I do have to question as well. The top of the ninth happens. Uh, Jonathan India grounds out to start the the inning. After that, Nick Senzel walks. Mm-hmm. Spencer Steer walks. Stuart Fairchild doubles. Uh, Kevin Newman walks. So Austin, here you have a, a a pitcher in Colorado struggling. Bases loaded, one out. Will Myers steps to the plate and on on pitch number one pops out. What a terrible at bat. And then Jose Barrero goes down. Uh, looking, or uh, goes down swinging, strikes out on three pitches, but uh, a little rally in the ninth, quickly, um, quickly cooled by the uh, the Colorado Rockies. So the Reds lose the series, and it really felt like a series to win, right? They lose the first game where they had battled and battled and battled. Matt McClain's debut, they win game two, great pitching performance from Brandon Williamson, and then things fall apart in the fifth and sixth inning against the Colorado Rockies, and next thing you know. You're losers of the series and now coming home to face the New York Yankees after a day off. But the question for me now goes to, we have we have discussed a ton, a ton about Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, and Graham Ashcraft. How many conversations have we had if they're not the answer? Not many, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Hunter Green has not been great. Nick Lodolo started great and has been roughed up and now he's on the injured list. Uh, Graham Ashcraft has been roughed up. That's what happens, right? Guys make a couple starts. What are you going to do? We just talked about it with the NBA. How are you going to adjust to the adjustments? And so far, these Reds pitchers have not been able to do that in the trio that this organization is looking for going forward. And now, don't look, uh, but you got the New York Yankees and one of the best offenses in baseball coming into your ballpark for a weekend series. A lot to sort through with the Cincinnati Reds. Let's get to our first phone call of the day. Mike is calling in from uh, L.A. Mike, what's up? 
Good afternoon, fellas. Good morning out here. Beautiful day. Looks like you got beautiful weather. That's a blessing. Yes, it's beautiful yes. here today. Yeah, because, you know, back in the natty, as I grew up here, I'm, when we get them, we got to cherish them, right, brother? Because, you know, they're not a dime a dozen. 100%. So happy for you guys. Hey, uh, I really want to get to that playoff thing real quick, if you'll allow me. Yes. Get this Reds, uh, the three starters that are lights out, blah, 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 blah. It ain't happening. Now, maybe it will, but it ain't looking good right now. And what's really killing this team, too, Tony, is this 28th in home runs. 28th yeah, team home runs. They've if got you, no if power. You can't, if you're going to – you can't – you're never going to come near 500 if you're a singles and doubles hitting team, not in today's baseball. There's no way. 100%. And, the the and, power, especially at uh, Great American Ballpark. That's a hitter's ballpark. Yeah. You know who's the third right? Coors Field's number one for homers, GAVP two. Guess who three is? You might be surprised. Um, the Dodgers. Nope. The uh, Yankees. Yankee Stadium oh. with that right field porch. For uh, for what with it's for what it's worth, uh, Mike, you talk about the home run numbers right now. The uh, the Yankees who are coming to town have hit sixty five home runs this year. The Cincinnati Reds have hit thirty four home runs this year so that is what is coming into great american ballpark and then right after that the st louis cardinals who have hit 58 home runs on the season so it is it is hard to win without consistent starting pitching it's even harder if you don't have any guys that on any given at bat can hit a home run and then the first week in june the dodgers come in they've got 81 home runs yes <laughs> it is uh it's and been incredible been 12, 12 games over 500 best record in the national league Hey, last night, I know you watched the game. I, I don't know if Austin got to. Um, this Mazzola guy, he ain't going to cut it for the, for the Celtics. How can you give up 46 points in the third quarter and not call one timeout? Correct. And Tatum's not, demand, Tatum's not demanding the ball so no. smart. He, if he's the best player, he's got to demand the ball, Tony. That's the so, most frustrating part. Watching Jason Tatum, the best players that play the game, they want the ball in their hands. They demand the ball. At the end of the game, Jason Tatum is good to just go in the corner and let things happen, and Jimmy Butler is running to make sure he has that ball in his hands. Jason Tatum, he's got to find that in his game. And I know there's the game seven against Philly, but in games where everything's not going your way and you need something at the end, it's not a blowout, Jason Tatum needs to have the ball in his hands. Yeah, I, I, that's so to me, I mean, Part of that's on him, obviously. He could get more demonstrative about sure. wanting the ball. But, but also run the offense like to him. Coach needs to get, yeah, the, we're, this coach. I mean, what do you think of this coach? I, I don't think he's much. It's hard year one. They have, they have easily the most talented roster. They have the most depth. But I said it against Doc Rivers early in that series, and I'm going to say it against uh, Eric Spolster right now. Spolster's going to run circles around Missoula from a coaching standpoint. It's just – is the talent on the court enough to overcome that for the Boston Celtics is going to be the question. But I'll give credit to Miami. They 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 brought the fight last night, and uh, again, 46 and a quarter. When you're down at halftime, and, and that game was close to, to being put away by Boston, the Heat keep battling. Jimmy Butler's one of the toughest dudes in the on the face of the planet. Uh, I know he's, he's undersized a little bit. He's not an outside shooter. But, man, that, that guy – I, if you're going to war, you want Jimmy Butler on your team any day. 
Exactly. And little Gabe Vincent, I watched him play a few years ago at UCAL Santa Barbara. Correct. I mean, he played for UCAL Santa Barbara. And looking as a walk-on, like you said, those four undrafted guys, 60 points, unreal. Absolutely. Except Lowry. Absolutely. Mike, you, I appreciate you, man. Have appreciate a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol... Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. There we go. Let's, uh, let's get to a break. Austin, we have uh, – this guy our, – our guy, was it Barney on Twitter – yeah, he constantly tweets at me to talk about the Bengals. Yeah, talk about the Bengals more. And and I'm you 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 sent the tweet back. What angle do you want us to take on the Bengals today that can I, fill three hours of a radio I show? I just talked about the the lateral quickness of this defense needs to improve. Oh, that's where we're at. That's an angle. That's where we're at. Yes, Austin for three what? hours yesterday. When I would walk into his studio, was watching the all twenty two. What I said, you- Austin, what are you doing? He's like. I'm looking you know, for stuff. He said, you know, the lateral quickness is just a thing. <laughs> That's where we're at. Give us another angle. Well, it's just like... We'd be happy to... What, what do you want to say? We talked about Logan Wilson. When we tease and open the show, we talk about Logan Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I appreciate the passion around the Bengals, but eventually it's saying the same thing over and over and over again. Yes. And we're still going to talk about it. Yes. But to talk about it for the vast majority of our show... And, you know, I love Barney. I appreciate, I appreciate that Barney is a listener, but at the same time, there are other listeners that enjoy hearing other things well, as well. Well, here's the thing. I want to know. I wanna, as a Barney fan, listen to this. Yeah. 513-749-1530. Yeah, Barney. Call us and let's talk a Bengals segment. Yeah. We'll do that with you if you want to call in. You got any questions, Barney? Let's go. You want to talk about the Bengals, Barn? Here we go. Cincy 360. Say something. A service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati <laughs> Sports Station. Welcome back, Cincy 3. Why are yeah. we even playing music, sometimes Austin? Laugh, Just get to the Bengals. ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. We're a service of Skyline Chili. No sign of Barney. Well, he did tweet. Did you see what the request was? Well, Let me give this to you here. Let me see. Let's talk the national hype around the Ravens closing the gap in the north. Okay. So let's do that. Let's do that for this segment. All right, let's do it right now. Because the big thing that we have talked about for I think now almost over a week on this show, Austin, mm-hmm. is how would you, the listener, how would you rank the other teams in the AFC North? That's been a conversation we've had multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. I I am under the belief that the Cleveland Browns are the second most dangerous team in the North. Yes. James Rapine yesterday, we, we asked, we, we've asked multiple callers over the last week to rate those teams in the North. I said, who's the most dangerous threat to the Bengals? 
Paul Daner Jr. said the Pittsburgh Steelers. Charlie Goldsmith said the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm -hmm. James Rapine yesterday said who? I believe he put the Ravens there. Yeah, I think so. I have put the Cleveland Browns there. Austin, who is the biggest threat in the North to the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, I do think it's the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's go through why. Because we want to talk some Bengals here. The, the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett, Zadarius Smith, mm-hmm. Denzel Ward, has been a thorn in the side of Joe Burrow. If I were to ask you over the last three years, which team has given the Bengals the most fits, what would you say? Cleveland? Cleveland Browns, yeah. Cleveland Browns. Joe, Joe Burrow has struggled mightily. That's with Cleveland. Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett. Nick Chubb is the best running back in the North, hands down. He might be one of the best, if not the best, running back in the National Football League. I know the Bengals' line has improved. I think the the Cleveland Browns have the best offensive line in the AFC. Yeah, North. they still have Nick Conklin. They still have Je- or the Jack Conklin, and they yeah. have uh, they have Teller, Joel Batonio. Yes, I think that they have the best offensive line and the best running back in foot in in the North. Their defense. I don't think people realize the addition of Zadarius Smith, what it does to their defense. Yeah. But it makes it a very formidable defense. Amari Cooper is still a really good receiver. David Njoku took a huge step forward last year. Elijah Moore is a Cleveland Brown. Yeah, they also acquired Marquise Goodwin. They have gone after a lot of receivers uh, over the course of this offseason. But, yes, they have him. They have, uh, and obviously, Amari Cooper. So let me ask you this. If Deshaun Watson is a top 12 quarterback in the NFL next year, Mm -hmm. Browns are dangerous. Yeah, Browns are a playoff caliber team. Let's move to the next team. Let's move to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure. Biggest question mark. You got Najee Harris still. You got Deontay Johnson. You got Allen Robinson. You got George Pickens. You have uh, Fryermuth. You have Washington, the, the rookie tight end out of, out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. They addressed offensive line early in the draft. Their defense is still the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense. Their coach has never had a losing record. <laughs> if Kenny Pickett is a top 15 quarterback in the NFL next year, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a playoff caliber team. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely I would. Obviously, because of where they finished in the division last year, they have a, a slightly easier schedule than the rest of the AFC North. Uh, I, I'm interested to see what the offense looks like in year two of Kenny Pickett because the, the reports out of Pittsburgh are that it was very much a watered-down version of the offense for Kenny Pickett to ease him in to being an NFL quarterback. Okay, so what happens when you start to take some of those um, – some of those things off mm-hmm. and allow him to do more at the line of scrimmage, to read defenses differently, so on and so forth. I'm curious to see what that's like. And and they will have to suffer through some parts of a young quarterback sure. in the quote-unquote sophomore slump. But there's it, it's undeniable that the supporting cast around Kenny Pickett Very good. is better now than it was a year ago. Which leaves the Baltimore Ravens. What do you think of Baltimore's defense? Good, not great? Yeah. A solid defense. It's still the Ravens. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens have brought in Todd Munkin, new offensive coordinator. Right. The Ravens gave the bag to Lamar Jackson. The Ravens drafted Zay Flowers. Uh, the Ravens still have Mark Andrews. The Ravens have a good offensive line. The Ravens have a good running game in J.K. Dobbins and company. But when you stack them up against everyone else in the North, I think they possess – the weakest skill group out of the North. Would you agree with that? 
Uh, I, I would put, I would put them pretty close to Pittsburgh. Maybe right, maybe but, ahead of. But Pittsburgh. again, but the only thing is the unknown. What do we know about Zay Flowers yet? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we know about Lamar Jackson as a passer? Has he shown the jump as a passer that you would expect to see a quarterback who's getting a little bit older? He's had injury concerns. He's not going to be as mobile. Right. Has Lamar Jackson shown enough as a passer? Uh, yeah, I think he has shown enough, but it, it feels like there's still a lot on the table. He's shown enough to keep them competitive. He's shown enough to get them to the playoffs. It, has he shown enough to get them uh, to the AFC Championship game? Has he shown enough to get them to the Super Bowl? And to go to Barney's point, which is the national media hype on the Ravens closing the gap in the North, I don't know that I would necessarily agree with the fact that there's a lot of hype around that other than th- – for the first time in Lamar Jackson's career, he has weapons, and they feel like but they based are on they what? are competitive. Based on hoping Zay Flowers is the guy, they also got Odell Beckham Jr., who yes is what, coming is off of guy? ACL. I'm not saying that, but like, is he not better than who they've had? Devin Duvernay are are those guys not better than who Lamar Jackson has had? Nelson Aguilar. They still have Mark Andrews. Rashad they still Bateman. have J.K. Dobbins. So the the hype in the national media is around Lamar Jackson because. He was the biggest story all offseason, not named Aaron Rodgers. He finally got a deal done, and it appears, at least on the surface, that the organization is behind him in terms of building around him. So that would suggest, in the eyes of a lot of people, that they will take a step forward. But what I want to know is, okay, Todd Munkin's coming in. The offense is going to be different. How different is it going to be? Can Todd Munkin get more out of Lamar Jackson than uh, the the clown that was in there beforehand. I'm blanking on his name. Can Lamar Jackson appropriately adjust his game to whatever the new offense is? So, so can Lamar Jackson stay healthy? But here's the thing: I think they have. I think I liked what they get. They have an Isaiah Likely, their backup tight end. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good player. Mark Andrews is a good player. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, great. Um, they have Zeitler. They have Linderbaum. They have Ronnie Stanley. Their offensive line is good. Um. Is Zay Flowers the guy? If not, can you count on Rashad Bateman and Nelson Aguilar? Can you count on Devin Duvernay? Can you count on Odell Beckham at this point? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to say because you don't know what the offense exactly yes, is. Yes, there's going more to look unknowns like. for Baltimore than there is for Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Yes, but do they have the, the second best quarterback in the division? As of now, yes. Yeah, so that counts for something. True. But as a passer, he needs to take steps forward. I agree what with about that. Their 100%. Defense? What about their defense? Yes, they added Roquan Smith, and yes, last year they added Kyle Hamilton. Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphreys, Patrick Queen, uh, Broderick Washington, Michael Pierce. Like I just I don't think there is a dominant of a defense as we've thought and seen from the Ravens as in years past. Statistically, they had a better defense than the Bengals last year. Hmm. Hmm. So, do you believe the net? I don't. I, first of all, I didn't know that there's a lot of national hype around. Yeah, them. I, I don't. I I don't see that. Whatever Barney is is referring to, I personally don't see that. But I mean, if he's he's going to say it, he's going to tweet about it, then I'm going to trust him. But oh, then I, now you're starting in a different. Now you're getting in a different mode. Well, I'm trusting. I mean, he's engaging in in the show, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. He has seen that somewhere. I haven't seen it as much. Not to say it doesn't exist. Uh, for what it's worth, Austin. Who do you think people generally are more confident in? I think it's Baltimore. 
they've sure. at least shown it more the last few years. But let me say this. DraftKings, we're good friends with them on this show. Right now, DraftKings has the Ravens and the Steelers at 8.5 as a projected total, Browns at 9.5, Bengals 11.5. So the odds makers would side with us that the Browns are the biggest threat. Again, if you're listening and you haven't done it yet, just, just type into your computer or your phone Cleveland Browns depth chart and look at the names that they have on that roster. If Deshaun Watson gets back to form, that is a scary football team. Yeah, but who just happens to be opening the season at home against the Bengals. Do we know more about Deshaun Watson or Zay Flowers? Because you keep talking about the unknowns with the Ravens. I saw I saw Because Deshaun Watson through six games last year was the most quarterback. He's, not, eh, he's all right. Yeah, not great. Yeah. But I've also I've also seen Deshaun Watson before sure. he missed time as one of the best in the game. Yeah, I've seen that with Lamar Jackson too. So where does where does that level out is my question. Yeah. I think that's a fair question. Which quarterback will be asked to use his legs more? Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson? Good question. We don't know what the offense is gonna look like. Well if it's Nick Chubb. It's, it's probably going to be Deshaun or it's probably gonna be Lamar Jackson. Correct. Um so there, Barney, I hope you I hope you enjoyed that. But that's what we can do on this show. <laughs> you want to give us a topic, we'll run with it. We can play this game. Let's break real quick. How many quick. more times are we going to have that conversation between now and July? A lot. A lot. Uh, real quick segment when we come back on uh, on uh, setting us up for hour number two of Cincy 360, a service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. ESPN 1530. Welcome back, Cincy 360, a service of Skyline Chili, Feisty the official day. chili provider Feisty of the Cincinnati here. Bengals. A lot of folks on social media feisty with us today. I love Look, it. I love it. Um, I, I, I run by DraftKings on this show, <laughs> and I, I take what DraftKings shows, and that's what I read. DraftKings has the win totals right now. The Cleveland Browns at 9.5, Baltimore and Pittsburgh both at 8.5, and, and the Bengals at 11.5. That is why I believe... That the Cleveland Browns are the biggest threat in the AFC North right now to the Cincinnati Bengals. But if hold on, Deshaun Watson can get back to not even Deshaun Watson form, but uh, a, a shell of Deshaun Watson. At form. Kev Schmitty, yeah, wanted to inform you that Fanduel. Well, I don't deal has, with Fanduel. Has Baltimore over under at ten and a half wins, not the eight and a half as you quoted. I, but you, you did. You talked about DraftKings. Yeah, I don't so deal Kevin, with Fanduel. Kevin is a little bit off on that. But why do you think there's such a difference between those two books? Great question. Great question. Um, hmm. Maybe I'll find an answer over, so the, over the course of the if break. You're, if you're, uh, what's our guy's name again? What's this, uh, if you're Barney. Barney. I feel like you're taking uh, FanDuel, Baltimore over under, under 10 and a half. Mm. Feels like that's what Barney would do. Hmm. Now, here's the thing. Maybe Barty will join us for locks of the night. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> because Let's go, Barn. I'm looking at team specials right now for, for DraftKings. Mm-hmm. I'm on my app. And right now in the AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens are at plus 240 to win the North. Okay. The Browns are plus 425. Mm-hmm. So... The winning, Bengals, Bengals are minus odds? Bengals are plus 140. Okay. So winning the North and win totals may be differently. But, again, I I do think that 
the Cincinnati Bengals' biggest threat is the Browns. How many times and which team have won the AFC North three times in a row? Oh, that's a great question. Can you answer that question? I can't. How many times and which team? Well, you know what we should do? Let's break and then let's kick off hour number two with that. Okay. And we'll hear from uh, the Orlando Brown with Anthony Munoz conversation as well. So how about that? We're going to keep the Bengals conversation rolling into hour number two. I've spilled water all over myself. You have a, you have a cup? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Yeah. Yeah, we found some cups in the studio Yeah, you today. know how we always complain about cups? Yes. We found somebody hoarding them. Yeah. We'll talk about some that as well. Some sort of sick joke is what that is. We'll talk about that as well when we return. Cincy 360, <laughs> a service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Orange and black home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati's ESPN 1530. This is Cincy 360, about Cincinnati, from Cincinnati. This is ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. You heard it right there, Cincy 360, ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. This is our number two, which means talkbacks come your way. Uh, in the second segment of our number two, phone lines are still open, as they will be throughout today's show, 513-749-1530. No Mo Egger today. It is James Rapine, Jim Franchise. Jimothy W. Franchise. Is in, so we'll hopefully, uh, hopefully get James Rapine for uh, quick hits and locks of the night. And um, plenty still to do uh, to do between now and 3 o'clock, including some Cincinnati Bengals conversation. Uh, before we get to that, Austin, you uh, you tweeted this. Shout out to Joel Dahman. Yes. On the uh, the PGA Tour. I saw a story about this. Austin, you tweeted about this. Joel Dahman playing in the uh, practice round yesterday of the uh, PGA Championship. He hits a, uh, a spectator. Blast him. Blast Doink. him. Goes up to the spectator and he signs a glove and gives him a signed glove and he says, "Hey, what do what do beers cost here?" <laughs> spectator says, 17 bucks." Oh my! Domin pulls out a crisp one hundred dollar bill, gives it to the spectator and says, "Beers are on me." How about that? I mean, that's that's what we need in this sport. That's first team all good guy. First right there. team all you don't good guy. You don't get that at live. No, you don't. You don't get that to live term. Because all their money goes to the golfers. <laughs> um, the uh, can, can you set up this audio? Because I've heard well, so much about it this we, week. Before we get to that, oh. we teased a question oh, that's at the right. end of the, the first hour. Yeah, and I didn't even look up do, the answer, do so I don't you know, know it. So which team, if any team, has ever won the AFC North three years in a row? I don't know. The answer is no team has ever won. Wow. Done. The Bengals... Bengals will be the team 
to do that if they can do it this year. Which shows how good this division's been for so long. Exactly. I like that. I also just, uh, this is totally out of left field, but I just saw this stat that has kind of blown blown my mind. Oh. Uh, Cam Newton. Uh-oh. This is from Barstool Sportsbook. Cam Newton is the only player from the 2010 Auburn football team who won the national championship to record a pass attempt, rush attempt, or reception in the NFL. Wow. I would have never guessed that. Isn't that insane? That is. Do you remember when they won? It was the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Mm. And they were lining up for a game-winning field goal. And I believe it was Brad Nestler or Vern Lundquist or somebody who said, this is for all the Tostitos. Wow. What a great call. Wow. Cam Newton, only player from the 2010 Auburn football team, national champions, to record a pass attempt, rush attempt, or reception in the NFL. How about that? That's nuts. That's good stuff. And then he was drafted by the Carolina Panthers, who had yes. drafted two quarterbacks the year before, Jimmy Clausen and Anthony Pike. One of those two not working out. Yeah. Anywho. Clawson. <clears throat> Anywho. Uh, tell me more about the uh, – I've I've heard callers. I've had tweets. Orlando mm-hmm. Brown and Anthony Munoz. you got to play some Orlando Brown and Anthony Munoz. Yes. So, what are we going to do, Austin? So, Dan Horde, uh, who hosts the Bengals Booth podcast, Dan, of course, friend of the show, Hall of Fame voice of the Bearcats, and the voice of the Bengals as well, uh, hosts the Bengals Booth podcast, and he came up with the idea of what if we have an introductory Zoom call between the newest left tackle – that the Bengals have in Orlando Brown Jr. and the greatest left tackle that's ever walked the face of the earth, Anthony Munoz. And uh, apparently Orlando Brown Jr. was fired up about this. Okay. And came prepared with many questions to ask Anthony Munoz. And uh, this is about a three-minute clip here, and it begins with Orlando Brown Jr. talking about why he wanted to come and play for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, man. I mean, for me, it was just – you know, coming to be a Bengal, man, it was a clear opportunity. And, you know, money aside, uh, man, I'm all about winning and I'm all about playing the left tackle position to the best of my abilities. And, you know, this was a system under Coach Taylor, Coach Frank Pollock, man, everything that they asked the offensive tackle to do uh, within the system, I feel like was met my standards and, and kind of uh, plays to my strengths as a player. And, you know, I've we've all got our own strengths and weaknesses and Man, I just feel like what what they had to offer in that area. Obviously, with Joe, you know, being at, at the helm at quarterback, I mean, that doesn't make it a tough decision either, man. But uh, it all it all kind of came together, um, you know. But something I really wanted to ask you though was, you know, I, you know, we we all know your accolades, man. You know, eleven time Pro Bowler, All Pro, thirteen years. Like how like how were you able to maintain elite consistency? You know, I, I haven't had the opportunity to make an All Pro yet. I made the last four Pro Bowls, the last three at left tackle, and um, you know, I haven't I haven't necessarily done that yet. And that's my plan this year. You know, to be able to turn that corner and be that guy. But how were you able to maintain that level of consistency throughout your whole career? Well, first of all, I think that's a great goal for you. I mean, the Pro Bowls yeah. are, are great. Uh, you know, yeah. you're one of six. I think when when you make the Pro Bowl, when you make All Pro, you're one of two in the entire league. And you know, yep. so that is that's a great goal for me. It was year round, staying consistent, staying in shape, uh, working on my technique. You know, one of the things a lot of people know is that I didn't take a whole lot of time, and this worked for me after my last game to get back into training my body, letting it recover. You know, and going into it slowly. But I'd already achieved a, a high level of conditioning during the season, as you know. After, and you're banged up a little bit, but I continued oh, yeah. right after the season, and I knew. 
that I would go out and I'd lift and I'd run, but I'd also work on my technique in the offseason. Mm-hmm. One of the things I tell young guys, you don't need someone across the line of scrimmage to work on your sets, on your your steps. And and I just drilled that. That was, you know, that was the way I taught. And I know you got an excellent offensive line coach in Frank Pollitt. It's all mm-hmm. about the technique. So, and I had the attitude that, you know, I was a number three pick. I came in, I started on the third day, but I approached every season that I had to earn the job again. I wasn't taking it for granted. You know, after that first year of starting and the second you're making the Pro Bowl and all, I, I erased that and said, okay, as I enter my off season, I have to go back and earn a job. And that was my whole mentality is that I wanted to work. I wanted to step the volume up in my preparation, get much better in my technique, get in better shape, get stronger. And that's the approach I took. And uh, up until my last year, uh, that uh, I was probably in my going into my year 13, I was a little more banged up, but I was probably in the best shape cardiovascular because I knew as an older player, you had the younger guys nipping at your heels. So, uh, and, and just yeah. to share this one story, I'll never forget, we had running tests going into mini camps or, you know, you call them OTAs. And we yeah. had a defensive lineman, Tim Cromwell, who trained like crazy too. Okay. Uh, so we had to do a half mile and a mile. And, you know, we had like eight and a half minutes. And I looked at Tim and I said, there's no way we're going to take the full eight and a half. And we busted out and all the young guys said, what are you guys doing? Well, first of all, we wanted to, to really, by example, show them the work ethic. But then on the other hand, I needed to show the coaches that I could still make that half mile, that mile under a certain amount of time. So I think that's the example that especially offensive linemen set for not only other linemen, but for the team is that, you know, as you know, we don't get all the notoriety, but we can set the pace, the tempo about how we prepare, how we work. And that's how I was trained at USC. And that was really the approach I took until year 13. And that is, I could, I could listen to those two have a conversation for a day. Yeah. Just 24 hours of them having a conversation. Yeah, it was great. The preparation, the buildup, that stuff, that is so awesome um, from Orlando Brown, uh, from or, or uh, from Anthony Munoz. Just if you're a if you're a football nerd, if you eat up that type of stuff with football, that you have to listen to that. Yeah, I was uh, I was I was reading something, and I wanted to get your take on this. The uh, Seat Geek came out with the uh, the average NFL ticket price for the 2023 season. Mm-hmm. Now the the ticket prices, some individual ticket prices are are insane right now. For one, the average uh, tickets to the uh, the uh, Patriots game where they're going to honor Tom Brady against the Eagles right now, the average ticket's eleven hundred seventy six bucks. But on average, this season, and I'll give it to the Bengals because the Bengals aren't even on this list of the top ten uh, priciest games as of May fifteenth. Steelers Raiders is the second highest. Mm-hmm. Packers Raiders, of course, these games being in Vegas, so a lot of these Raiders games are pretty high. According to SeatGeek, Austin, is this lower or higher than what you'd expect? The average ticket price of an NFL game so far for 2023 is three hundred and thirty-one dollars. Uh, it's about right. Now, 2021, this yeah. figure was four hundred and eleven dollars. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was actually looking at tickets this morning for a game that I, I'm wanting to go to, and I was surprised that, I mean, it's the top of Paycor Stadium was $90. But yeah, but so I was, I was a, surprised. I thought it would be more than that. Well, I was going to give you this. The Jets ticket price, 
got an Aaron Rodgers boost, mm-hmm. went from 29th in the NFL to 14th in the NFL. Sure. Um, the uh, Even before Josh Harris announced a purchase agreement to buy the Commanders, fans were voting for him with their wallets. The Commanders' ticket price rose from 22%. Um, with the Commanders uh, especially, I think there was a report about that from a financial standpoint. They stand to gain so much money. Oh, yeah. Just on the fact of Dan Snyder not owning the team. Correct. I think something like five hundred million to eight hundred and fifty nine million. Yes. Was the estimated jump in profit. How about some of these? The Tom Brady effect. The uh, Buccaneers uh ticket prices have fallen fifty percent to one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Well, Brady and obviously Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs are the third most expensive ticket in the NFL. Last year they were tenth. Who's number one? Uh, the Raiders or the uh, the Patriots. Patriots. Oh, because of the Brady thing. Yep. And then the Raiders are number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some other ones. The Colts not expecting much this season. Uh, the cheapest ticket prices are at one hundred and fifty dollars. That is uh, twenty nine dollars less than the Bucks, who are in thirty first. So the cheapest mm-hmm. tickets right now in the NFL are the Colts. New Orleans. Not a lot of confidence. Uh, that team is twenty third from a monetary standpoint, and. The uh, boosters for the Carolina Panthers believe in Bryce Young because the average ticket price went up 63% for the Carolina Panthers. Here's the amazing thing. The Cincinnati Bengals, even though they've been to two straight AFC championship games, even though they've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best, one of the still cheapest tickets, according to TickPick, the Bengals last year were the 32nd cheapest ticket. This year, the 30th average price of 179 how about that? It's pretty good. Pretty nice to be able to still go see Joe Burrow and not spend four hundred dollars on yeah, a ticket. Yeah, well, I mean, if you pay if you pay one seventy nine, parking, food, so on and so forth, go to the pro shop, sneak around four hundred. Taxes, I like it. But either way, yes, compared to just the the general struggle it is in a lot of cities. I mean, think about Vegas, for example. They have to jack their prices so high because everybody wants to go, right? Any team that is going to Las Vegas to play the Raiders, they are going to get just hounded with opposing teams' fans because it's a destination city. Miami Miami is like that as well. Los Angeles, we've seen that a little bit. The Chargers struggle. Uh, Two things I find interesting. The, The Saints, they have had a really, really bad problem the last two years with people's cars getting broken into, stolen, damaged, vandalized uh, outside of the Superdome, mm-hmm. which is something that would obviously drive prices down. Uh, also, with the Panthers, obviously Bryce Young is is you know a big deal. Andy Dalton's taking first team reps reps with with the Pan- Panthers. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's just a it's a matter of time. I think they're just being overly cautious. They're going to make him quote-unquote, earn it. Uh, but as soon as he understands the playbook, as, see, as soon as he understands and he's comfortable, he's going to be the guy starting for the Panthers. Okay. He just looks really small in those in those videos. Doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, looking over the line. He does that, look really yeah, small. Yeah, there's a lot there. He is small. Uh, let's break. Let's come back. Uh, Talkbacks when we come back. We've still got more Bengals topics. You'll hear uh, some, uh, some conversation on the Pat McAfee show as it relates to the Bengals. It had to be good because Austin pulled it, even though Pac-Man's a part of it. Mm-hmm. And we know Austin's feelings around Pac-Man. So all of this still to come. I was told today by somebody who feels the need to listen to 
to watch Pat McAfee's show, but text me mm. about other stuff. Okay. So apparently today, Pac-Man Jones said he wants to be the mayor of Cincinnati. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to break and we'll Would get into talk for Pac Man. Probably uh, not at this point. Okay. Cincy 360 ESPN 15. If you are, if you're out there and you're a Cincinnati resident, and you would, would you vote for Pac Man Jones to be the mayor of Cincinnati? Maybe leave us a talk back and let us know. If you thought Aftab Pureval was oh. embarrassing before the AFC Championship oh, game, no. let me introduce you to Adam Pac Man Jones. More on this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. After Talkback, Cincy 360 on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Cincinnati's Sports Station. Miss an episode of Cincy 360? Hear every show at ESPN1530.com. It's that time for Talkbacks. Press the microphone and record your message for Austin and Tome. Please keep it clean and don't be mean. Yeah. Add a sprinkle, sprinkle, drip, drip. drip. It's that time for Talkbacks. It's our favorite part of Cincy 360. Tony, buddy, play that talk back on your screen and please try not to sabotage. You know, it's crazy that you went from hating being called buddy to now you are called buddy all the time. No, I am not. I don't do not like being called buddy. I don't want to be called buddy. Oh, anyway, we ran out of time on these yesterday, so let's get right to them today. Hey, guys, I just wanted to come on here to release a statement. I have partnered with Joe's New Balance outlet. Oh, yeah, here we go. Where I bought my most recent (laughs) pair of New Balance. And therefore, I'd like to announce I am officially sponsored by New Balance. Thank you. No further questions. Congratulations. <laughs> Joe's New Balance outlet. Yep, I know. Hi, guys. Lynn go. and the non. What up, Lynn? Another beautiful day. Yeah. Hey, uh, last night, Reds, I was a little concerned about the lineup, but uh, I think more concerning was the lack of maintaining focus mm. for Ashcraft. I don't know what happened. I went to a fixed dinner, came back, and boom shakalaka. Whoa. It was way like 11 to 5. Ah. <laughs> boom shakalaka. Yeah. Yeah, things melted down. Okay, trucker. Hey, audience tone. It's Jeff in the Lex. What's up, hey, Jeff? Calling in on a beautiful, gorgeous Thursday afternoon. Um, I heard Ken there say that he is not going to be able to attend on Tuesday night because mm. he's going on this big trip. So I will be there to be the representative okay. wow. from Let's the go. Lex. I'll see you guys Let's Tuesday go, night. Let's go, Jeff. Let's go, Jeff. I look forward to it, man. Thank you. 
Hello, this is Talkback President Ronald Reagan yes. cruising past TQL Stadium with the bubble top off. Well, imagine if you will, if talkbacks were more like soccer. Instead of a hard and fast 30 second limit, you would just never quite know when your time would run out on that talkback that you're trying to leave. Oh, well done. I wonder That's if the I president will. That's what how the I president feel with, will be there on Tuesday night. I hope he's there. I'd like to have him there. I, I feel like that's how a lot of these talkbacks go. Good morning, Tony Austin. This is Jim from Morrow. Oh, actually, good afternoon. Thank you. And to everyone, love each other. I'm not running for political office. Look yes. where it's gotten us now. Mm. But I'm working on the American accents. So soon, soon, guys. Uh, keep up the good work. Mm. Love everyone. It's now never come home <laughs> Well done. Jim, I could listen to you talk all day, but Man. leave more talkbacks, please. Howdy, boys. Oh. It's the Talkback Cowboy. I don't know if you boys are going to talk about it on the show, but the gas from the Reds' bullpen yesterday, top of the second inning, out there, Kears Field, running around yeah. the trail, climbing the trees. <laughs> Those guys Tears field. stopped at the dispensary before the game. What in the world are those boys doing? Those guys must have been high. <laughs> yeah, it. there was. I don't think the TV broadcast ever covered it, but uh, there was a point in which the the home plate umpire had to go to David Bell and say, "Get your guys out of the batter's eye." Right, because a bunch of guys from the Reds bullpen had walked over to like that wooded area where there's like a waterfall and stuff mm. and uh and they were just like hanging out over there and they're like guys you can't do that yeah focus i said yesterday that i uh, really like the nba talk and uh today i'm gonna initiate my own let's go i myself am a lakers fan and i think they will uh bounce back tonight in nope. game two I, I really like the adjustments they made in game one in the oh. second half, and I think it'll carry over to tonight. I agree lakers uh it won't matter though if they're not playing great defense like they've shown to do all season long but I guess we'll see. Go Lakers. Okay. I don't know about that. All right. Well, the way he right. said that made me a little questionable. Uh, I think they win tonight. Okay. Tone, we got to get you down there, man. My dad scored some free tickets, and he wasn't sure about going. He wasn't sure about the environment, the atmosphere, the product on the field. He wasn't sure about standing up in the Bailey the whole game, but at halftime he was checking to see when he could come to his next game. Let's go. Okay. I'm not going to say. I'm not, I have nothing bad to say about that. Hmm. I will never forget about Logan Wilson. <laughs> Three nil, nil, nil. My Astros had a big comeback, beat the Cubs, helped out the Reds. I underestimated the Miami Heat. I can't believe they scored 46 in the third quarter. Very mentally tough, very well coached. Yikes. Not Boston. Facts. Let them know. L T B G. Wow. Hey, Tony. Hey, Austin. Hope you guys are doing well today. Kevin in Northern Kentucky here. Got to start one, cut one, bench one for you. Phone call edition. The infamous, I'll hang up and listen. That person that doesn't turn the radio down for the phone call. Mm. Or the hello, how are you? Back and forth oh. banter. Have a good one, fellas. Hello, hey, back and forth. I'll start. 
I will bench, hang up, and answer, and then radio on in the background gets cut. Yeah, I'm going to start, hang up, and listen. I'm going to bench, radio on in the background, and I am going to cut the back and forth. Hello, how are you? Yeah, you would. Tone, Audie, Josh, your hey, brother Josh. in the Bailey. Hello, Joshua. I told you boys we'd be rocking in the Bailey last night, and we did. We were singing and dancing on every soccer pitch. One shot, <laughs> one goal. The Natty, the Natty. All right. That's for you, Tone. Let's go. Let's go, fellas. Can't wait to get you in the Bailey for New England. Hell is real. I like oh. when uh, Manchester United fans will chant, uh, like, when the Saints come marching in, but they say when the Reds come marching in. Yes. Because they go by the Reds. The Reds. This is God from the Ven. What up, God? Ding. Ding. Bringing it with the energy. Yes. With the Thursday message. May your day include many sweet memories mm. and wish you a good day. Preach. Tony L. Gerberino. Mm. Tony, what's one memory you have from today already? Oh, man. Um, that's a great question. Uh, I would just say our back and forth with Barney was pretty good. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Double dipping. Hey, Tony and Austin, you talk about the Bengals. The Reds, yeah. FC Cincinnati, yeah. the colleges, yeah. uh, everything, yeah. just fine. Yeah, That's why we love you guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'll also talk about uh, Twin Peaks dropped the ball, too. I remember that from today. <laughs> I'm not going to let that go. Damn, son. Where'd you find this sick beat? Hmm. Dan, I got goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> You're listening to the home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go. Yeah. Where the Burrow to Chase connection happens here. Presented by Skyline Chili. Well yeah. done. Who did? Well done. That might be our new show intro. I like that. Austin, Tony, Barney here. Hey, Barney. <laughs> way I look at it is that you boys need to just talk about the Bengals just a little bit more. Yeah. Nobody cares about FC. Not Nobody true. Nobody cares about the Reds. Not true. No one cares about Cyclone hockey. Whoa. What Mostly we care not true. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. You two need to get off your cans <laughs> and talk about it just a little bit more. So now we're supposed to stand up drift. and talk about it? Thank you, Barney. We're supposed to stand up. New Barney would call in. Hey guys, Marcus from the Grove. I'm just kind of wanting to know your old outlook for the Bengals this season because I haven't really heard much about you guys talking about them. So, kind of know what you guys want to know about Joe yeah. Burrow and yeah. Chase and Higgins. See what you think they're going to do. Playoffs, maybe Super Bowl. I don't know. Man, uh, Super Bowl bound. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a really great year. I told somebody this is early, May 18th. I told somebody earlier this week I think the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Miami plus eight and a half might have been the best free money bet of the Easy. year so far this year. Reds getting a big break this weekend, not facing Cole or Herman, and the Yankees bullpen is almost as bad as the Reds bullpen. Whoa! Is. All right, let's score Be some good runs. Weekend to take advantage. Now the Reds bullpen statistically had been better. They've been one of the better ones in baseball. Correct. Really. Maria, do me a favor and hold the ladder. <laughs> 
I have a better idea. Why don't we call somebody to clean out the gutters? To scrape out a few leaves? I'll be down in a hut. <laughs> Thank you, Arnold. <laughs> so good. Hey, good afternoon, fellas, and yeah. happy Thursday. All right. Hey, I wanted your thoughts on something that you guys talked about yesterday, or at least Mo did, um, about the NFL draft order. He thought that the number one team, such as the Super Bowl champion, should pick first. I thought that would change a lot. I think you have a lot more trades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think quarterbacks should be taken as highly. I think running backs and defensive players would go a lot much earlier. Um, it would change a lot. Your thoughts? It's certainly interesting because what it does is rewards winning. Mm-hmm. We reward losing with the top draft pick, and I do think it would allow it would force teams to have to be more aggressive in trying to win now. I, don't, I, I think it's an interesting concept. I don't think I've ever hated anything Mo has ever said more than I did when he said that yesterday. Wow. I just don't think that that fits with the rest of the NFL. Wow. Yeah, the only other thing that Mo has ever said that's driven me that crazy was when he couldn't say Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick, mm. he said Kirkpatrick. Mm. <laughs> TP15. Let's go. Otter. Craig from the U. Happy Thursday, fellas. Hey, uh, yeah, the Reds being up 5 nothing and losing 11-6. to six was cheeky to say the least yes. my god but fc keeps rolling baby keep stacking those dubs yep, yep, yep. go fcc go big blue who day craig i have a question for you i used to work with a guy named craig and i would call him because i can i do not possess the ability to call anybody by their real name i call him Crager. and he hated that almost attacked me i almost got punched because wow. i called him Crager. So I'm asking you, Craig, how do you feel about the nickname Crager? Crager. Tony Austin's balling ain't easy. The Ravens are the biggest threat in the division. With Lamar in that run game, I don't care about anything else. They are the biggest threat. Now, if Lamar's not healthy, the biggest threat's the Browns. But, yeah, I mean, we've seen what the Ravens have done. They had us on the brink in the playoffs without Lamar, just running the ball and playing defense. Facts. I, I don't care about their wide receiver depth or weapons. It doesn't matter. With the tight end and that run game and all that, it's for sure the Ravens. All right. Okay. There you go. That's what we asked, and hey we got guys, an answer. Happy Thursday. It's Boomer Drew from South Bend. What's up, Boom? What's your take on uh, Chris Evans uh, in the running back room? Doesn't seem to be used a whole lot in uh, games. Uh, seems to have a lot of talent, catch the ball well. Um, but uh, I've heard rumors of him being in the doghouse. Uh, is there something that you guys know that uh, we don't? Because it just seems like he should be getting some more time. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Uh, it is a, it is weird that we yeah. remember last year that was all about Chris Evans, Chris Evans, Chris Evans, and then we an, didn't hear anything from he him. He had an excellent preseason. Yes. Year. Does he take a step? He's a guy we haven't talked much about at all. You would like to think he takes a step forward this year for this, the Bengals. This is going to be a very important training camp and preseason for Chris Evans because they just drafted a guy that can return kicks in Charlie Jones. Travion Williams took over as the primary kick returner late in the year last year mm-hmm. because Chris Evans stunk at it. Uh, so this is a guy who I think could end up not making the team. I, I don't know anything about him. I don't see Zach Taylor and his staff as being the type of staff that has dog houses for people like Marvin Lewis did. Uh, so I don't think there's anything like that happening. Okay. But I think it's just been kid hasn't played very well, which isn't all that surprising considering where he went to college. Okay. Hey, Tony. Hey, Austin. Connor here. First hey. time talkbacker. Let's go, Connor. I just want to leave a message. Uh, I'm a travel nurse here from North Carolina. I just want to say thank you, as I absolutely love listening to your show. Oh. Makes me feel like I'm thank still you. connected back home. Thanks for all you do. 
Well, thank you. Connor, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you for being a travel nurse, man. That's important stuff. I appreciate you listening. Good day. Now we go to this. Stuart Little Fairchild in the forehole. <laughs> Anyways, Heat, plus 800 on FanDuel to win the title still. Get you some. Goodbye. Mm. Thank you, Sean. Hey, guys. It's uh, Brad in the uh, BA, Blue Ash. Hey, yeah, anyways, um, you know, I've got to agree. We really don't talk about the Bengals enough in this town, especially on sports radio. <laughs> yes. Um, one thing we could do is really do a deep dive into the uh, practice squad. Let's look into these players, their roles, their responsibilities, maybe a deep dive into their family life. Sure. Um, that might be something that's worth doing. What do you guys say? Sure. I mean, yeah. any, anything yeah. to add more. <laughs> Tony, let's practice squad. It. Let's add it. All right. How do we feel about the nickname for Matt McClain, Lightning McClain? Big no. fan of the movie Cars, no so thanks. I'd be all in for that. No thanks. Hey, guys, sorry for the double dip. No. What do you all think about the possibility, if he's still available, maybe at the start of training camp for some leadership? Zeke. Veteran leadership and Marcus Peters. Hell no. Hell no. No, Bengals will not take old corners. They won't take old corners, and they won't take... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mean people like Marcus okay. Peters. All right. <laughs> hey, guys. It's uh, Brad in the uh, BA Blue Eyes. Yep. Anyways, hate to double dip, but um, I would definitely uh, vote for um, uh, Pac-Man Jones. Mm. I mean, what could go wrong? Yeah. Mm, great question. There's your Ooh, answer, look Austin. what you did. Made me triple dip. Mm. Hey, I got to say, remember on the little uh, talk back song there, please keep it clean and don't be mean. So all I'll say is a big fat no. Mm. <laughs> so that's uh, three votes against, uh, four votes against Pac-Man. Tony. Stick Foo from the 1-5. Let's go, Stick. Hey, bud. Just, uh, up, bud? We've already had one mayor that paid a prostitute with a check, <laughs> and uh, he seemed to be okay. Oh. So I don't think there's any problem <laughs> or any issues of having uh, Pac-Man Jones as the mayor of Cincinnati. Could turn out to be profitable. Who knows? All right. Late. All right. That's one vote for Pac-Man. Sounds like he was at the DEJ. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Eric in Westchester. Hey, I know you're kind of big time over at UC, and I was hoping you could get some of your connections to uh, maybe swing me some of those sweet Nike friends and family discounts you've mm. got now. <laughs> so uh, hook a brother up. See ya. I think those are just at BSN. I don't think those are at Nike. I mean, I'd have to get one of those first. Hey, folks. Oh, I know what's coming out about this dark report. <laughs> I'm here to tell you don't listen to it. It's full of a bunch of malarkey. Oh, I bull Durham right report like that. I'm a big fan of his. Mm. Love Waterworld. Dances with Wolves. It came and tried out for the Bull Durham Bulls back in 67. Congressional All-Star, three years in a row. Was even a victim of Susan Serenum's seduction myself. Mm. 
ain't going. I lost another lap. Damn, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Mr. What's President. What's good, y'all? Who is that clown talking about nobody cares? Is this dude smoking? Get this fool off this radio. Do not call back. This round <laughs> represents Cincinnati. Let's go. Who they? FC Cincinnati, Xavier, Bearcats. Anything represents sports, I'm in it. Okay. Let's get it. Get that clown off this radio. Don't mm. call back, fool. Oh, no. Man. This ain't the circus. Get him. Speaking of Bengals talk, what do you boys think about Joe Burrow's haircut? Love it. Love it. Kind of hot. It's pretty good. What's up, fellas? Barney here. Just curious. Do you guys talk about the Bengals at all on this radio station? <laughs> Thank you, Barney. Hopefully we helped you with that. Hey, guys. It's Brad in the oh, uh, man. PA, um, Blue Ash. Anyways, hate the triple dipple doo-doo. Um, gerbil, if you ever called me Craiger, I would kick your Backside. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Gregor. Uh, Tony, Austin, George from the Valley. I love when Austin starts talking about somebody like Chris Evans and they're not, not surprising based on where he went to college. Oh. Hey, Austin, when was the last time <laughs> Ohio State had a quarterback Great question. that ever did a gosh darn thing? Like mm. literally anything. We Tom, Mike Tomzak. I mean, who are we going to talk about here? Uh, Justin Fields. I mean, he went to Georgia, basically. Who day? I got <laughs> crushed. I got crushed because I said that Des Ritter is going to be better than Justin Fields. Yeah, I think that's stupid. Uh, George, that's kind of the joke, man, because the Buckeyes don't have a quarterback that's good in the NFL. But no. they do have, I don't know, hundreds of other great players. And the one they do have Tony. or did have, they let go of. What are you talking about? Joe Burrow. <laughs> He's a Buckeye. Tony. Adi, this is Marlon. Hey, Marlon. The west side, start one, cut one, bench one, Air Jordans, Yeezys, Brooks. Let me know what you think. I mean, I'll start Jordans and yeah. I'll cut the other two. Yeah, I agree. That's perfect. That's our last one. That's that's how it is. What a, mixed, both what a mixed bag today. Both get, We were all over the place. Yeah. And we'll get to a break now. Plenty more still to come. Cincy 360. Phone lines are open 513-749-1530 on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Cincinnati Sports Station. Welcome back. Cincy 360 ESPN 1530. It is Cincinnati Sports Station. Right ahead, uh, hour number three, where we'll hear uh, a little bit of Pat Noonan after the 3-0 win last night, 3-0 win last night. A little bit of the uh, Pat McAfee show talking about Joe Burrow, your phone calls, and uh, James Rapine for quick hits and locks of the night. Before we get to any of that, though, Patrick is uh, calling in. Let's take this. Patrick, what's up? How's how's it going, Tony? Good. How are you? Pretty good. So, if memory serves me correctly, before the playoffs started, you asked – what is heat culture, and is it even real? Mm. And I'd like to ask, uh, do you know what that is yet? I found it out. <laughs> I found it out. It's essentially just find a way to win is what heat culture is. It's winning. It's Pat Riley to Man. the core. Tyler Hero out for an extended amount of time. Victor Oladipo out for the rest of the playoffs. Um, they were one quarter away from being eliminated in the play-in and now they are one game ahead of the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Butler is the truth, and Spo 
Spolstra's the man. Yeah, Spolstra, would you say easily is the best coach remaining in the uh, the NBA tournament, the NBA season? I mean, it's not even close. I yeah. mean, if you look at what Spo's done is rebuild three different times. Can you name me another coach that's done that? No. Mm. I mean, th- this team was left for dead. Um, they struggled early in the season. They were eliminated last year by uh, by the the Boston Celtics. I mean, it it is a, it's remarkable what Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, and having a guy like Jimmy Butler, who again, he's not the best shooter, um, but he just he wills his teams to win. And there was a point during the season where Spolstra and Jimmy Butler had a blowout on the sideline. I mean, they were screaming at each other. They're fighting. A lot of coaches won't treat their star players that way. And I think Spolstra doing that lit a spark because I think Jimmy Butler respects that more than anything. And to have a coach that's willing to to go off on the last player on the bench or the star player, I think resonates to an NBA team. They're like a family. They hold each other accountable. They can look each other in the eyes. Miami ain't playing. They they here to win. Right. I'm with you. Uh, Patrick, did they beat the Celtics in advance to the NBA Finals? Heat and five. Love it. Patrick, okay. thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. The gentleman's sweep. I love it. Heat in five, says Patrick. I, I, I would agree with him if we continue to get Jason Tatum, who does not seem to want the basketball. Jason Tatum. Because we know what he can do. Last night, we late in the it. game, Jason Tatum looked like the P.J. Tucker role. Where you at, dude? He came down on offense and he ran to the corner. Who's guarding him? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler wants that matchup. And I, I've said this before on this show, Austin, and I've lived by this quote many, many years of my life. Come on now, Tom. It's easy to be captain of the ship when the sea is calm. Mm. You know what was great? In Game 7, when the Celtics were beating the uh, Sixers by 60 points, mm-hmm. awesome to see Jason Tatum go for 50. What are you doing when your team needs you the most? Yeah. Down the stretch. He was nowhere to be found last night. Do you know who was? Jim. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler is one of the most alpha individuals I've ever seen. Correct. And not the biggest. That is a guy who not does the not best shooter. He does not shy away from the moment. He does like he's not worried about it. He's not scared by it. it, it he just turns it up a notch. Man. It's really fun to watch. You said it. And, just imagine and again, how, imagine Jimmy Butler playing Ben Simmons one on one. He'd how, eat him alive. How tall is Jimmy Butler? I don't know, like six five. I mean, he's he's, and you you rarely see players of that stature. Like, he doesn't make his hay by shooting threes. He he's shoots six, like one or two threes a game. He's six foot seven, right? Tall, taller than I thought. But he he doesn't shoot outside. Mm-hmm. He just constantly attacks you. He's phenomenal to watch. Dare I say he's got a little Kobe in his game? A little bit. Not not the scoring and and. Well, you've heard the the conspiracy theory about jimmy butler haven't you no you never heard this no there's a conspiracy theory out there that jimmy butler's dad is actually michael jordan oh yes i have heard you've that. heard that i have heard isn't that. that insane yes like the people that like deep dive into like jimmy's like childhood mm-hmm. and the photos of him when he was a boy compared to michael and like all this stuff it is a little bit crazy to think about yeah it. there is just something though and, and again Kobe was on a different, but the Kobe mentality, right. I feel like that's how Jimmy Butler plays. Right. Like there was a, a podcast the other day where DeMar DeRozan was talking about how there's so many, like there's 75 to 100 guys that he considered trash in the NBA. Right. That 
and the big reason for that is because there's so many guys that don't give full effort that are just happy to be here because it's so easy to collect the check that they just are so egotistical. Yep. I was thinking about this earlier. If Kobe was in today's game, young Kobe coming in with that same mentality, he would be so dominant. It's not even funny mm-hmm. because he, nobody would outwork him. 100%. 100%. Uh, let's break. Let's get to hour number three. Let's start Talking that ball. with some uh, bangles. We'll we'll go back bangles. to thanks to Barney. We'll go back go to some barn. more bangles conversation when we get back to kick off the third hour and the final hour of Cincy three sixty. We'll also do so with your phone calls five one three seven four nine fifteen thirty on ESPN fifteen thirty Cincinnati Sports Station. ESPN fifteen thirty sixty about Cincinnati from Cincinnati. Sponsored in part by Cincy Shirts. Cincy Shirts, all Cincy, all day. This is ESPN fifteen thirty Cincinnati Sports Station. You're darn right, it is. It's hour number three of Cincy three sixty. We're a service of Cincy Shirts on ESPN fifteen thirty Cincinnati Sports Station. Feels like a Friday around. Dealing here. with a bunch of hyenas back there. Yeah, James does kind of look like Listen, a hyena. You, Taryn, and James in that studio is nothing. That should be illegal. Someone around here needs to get order. When we all get in the same room and we lock in on a target, yeah, it's not you good. You know what needs to happen? Someone needs to call Derek Law. The law needs to be around here for what's going on in that room right there. James, Taryn. James, he said we're like a pack of hyenas. Pack of hyenas. I'm the prettiest hyena on the planet. Oh, there okay. he is. Yeah, he just made it weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird thing. Um. So James Rapine is here. Like, does he think animals are pretty? I don't know. I, that's just a weird way to de- describe a hyena. Is I've that, never, has a hyena ever been considered pretty? I don't think in 37 years on this earth <laughs> I've ever seen or heard anyone come up to me and be like, man, that hyena is pretty. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to the zoo. The Cincinnati Zoo is one of the finest zoos in the country, yeah. maybe the finest. I've never been at the zoo and had anyone ask, do they got those pretty hyenas here? I don't think they have hyenas at zoos. And yet James Rapine yeah. wants to be the pretty one. Wants to be the pretty hyena. You can hear more from James today on 3 to 6 on yeah. the Mo Egger Show. The Mo Egger Radio Show featuring James Rapine. James Rapine will be on there. He's going to join us for quick hits. I don't know if he knows it right now, but he's going to he join us for he quick knows. hits and locks of the night where he will tell you everything that's coming up for the next three hours on uh, his show, which is essentially Mo's show. You want to talk some Bengals? James yeah. will do it. Barney? Barney? Yeah, Barney, you better listen three to six, bud. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Taryn not in the mood to take phone calls, apparently. All right. So there we have it. So a lot of talking today from James. It's a hyena over there. We'll take phone calls from the next uh, for the next hour right here, 513-749-1530. Um, the, uh, the Pat McAfee show. I mentioned this earlier in the show. The fact that I came in today... And Austin said, I've got a clip from the Pat McAfee show with Pac-Man and, and everyone else. The fact that Austin grabbed a clip of something that Pac-Man said, it got me thinking, man, that clip must have resonated or really meant something to Austin. Can I hear the clip that is that, that we're talking about? Yeah, it starts with uh, A.J. Hawk and their conversation around uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, he, first off, he looks he looks pretty jacked. Like, I don't know, did they ask him, hey, put on some muscle? It looks like he put on yeah. some muscle this offseason, obviously. Looking good, coming out in the cutoff, too, with the the, uh, the headband. Joe knows what he's doing. He knew, he knew it would take the internet by storm. Imagine if it was raining, he would have. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole thing. But he, players have more power now, and that's the thing we're seeing. We know NBA players have had power for a while, 
now it seems like NFL guys, mainly the quarterbacks, if you're a franchise quarterback, you have some power. And he knows, like, hey, I can – yes, I deserve to get an absolute monster contract, but he knows at the same time I'm going to leave – I'm going to structure it in a way that I can – we can sign all my boys and we can hopefully keep this thing rolling for 15 years. I love it. Yeah. I love hearing it. I love reading it. Him just mm-hmm. going, all right, just give me uh, $150 million. Sweet. You're going to yeah. give me that? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That'll be good. However you need to structure it, let's get these guys done. And then when I'm done, also, percentage of the team. Yeah. So, yeah, right. let's just yes. – this is a very easy That's thing. Like You're dialed in, obviously, I'm Cincinnati. dialed in. Duke uh, wants to get this deal done quicker, you think? How do you how, – how, how, what do you think of that? Yeah, I think Duke wants to get the deal done. I don't think it's got to be quick, but I think it get done <clears throat> before the season start or by the end of the season. I know they want to keep um, T. Higgins and all the other boys together. But, man, Joe's a dog. You know, you can tell he, he's been working out really hard this offseason. This is the first offseason I think that he had a full offseason. Last year he was going through some stuff, oh, yeah. injuries, and then he had to have the appendix, surgery. Right? Appendix. He, appendix. So, he was on that golf yeah. 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 So this is his first full offseason. So he looked good, though, man. And I think Mr. Brown is going to give him a flat check. He know he want to keep – they know they want to keep everybody together. Um, but it'll be Joe say so at the end of the day. And Mr. Brown going to give whatever Joe wants. So I think it's a team effort over there, and I think that'll work pretty All right, so there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, A.J. Hawk, Pat McAfee, and uh, Adam Pacman jones Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So there is the the side of this, and we, we kind of alluded to this yesterday. Joe Burrow knows what he's doing with the headband, right? Mm-hmm. He's done it with the glasses. He's done it with the style. Headbands are going to be being sold all over Cincinnati. He's helping the local economy, all of this stuff. But the conversation about the contract, because of Joe Burrow's converse, comments earlier this week, a lot of people view what's happening with the contract as Joe Burrow is going to take a team-friendly deal. The question I'll have, should Joe Burrow have to take a team-friendly deal? Because he's going to say the right things. Obviously, he wants T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Obviously, he wants the linemen around him. He wants weapons. He wants a good defense. He wants to win Super Bowls. Should Joe Burrow have to take a team-friendly deal? Will Joe Burrow take a team-friendly deal? Austin, you made the the point earlier in the week. It it kind of feels like it's Joe Burrow versus agent at this point Mm -hmm. because – the agent's going to push for the maximum deal. The agent's not worried about what the team has. Joe Burrow says that he is, and I believe that. How do you find the middle ground of giving someone everything that they deserve because he is every bit the face of the franchise that he needs to be on the field, off the field, in the community, mm-hmm. everything, the way he carries himself, his play on the field, the leadership qualities, everything is there. How do you find the middle ground of he says he wants a – a deal that, that's going to allow everyone to stay together, but you also got to pay this man what he's worth, mm-hmm. especially when you see what Lamar got, especially when you see what maybe Justin Herbert's going to get, um, what uh, what Jalen Hurts got. Like there's, there's a lot of dynamics to go into this. How do you find the middle ground if you're the Bengals and Joe Burrow? You know, I, I look at it and I think, okay, should he take a team-friendly deal? I, I look at it as a normal person who – 
you know, lives paycheck to paycheck like most of America. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, the things I would do, right? Absolutely, he should get as much as he possibly can get. I also know that he had a hefty payday in his rookie contract. Even, you know, a considerable amount of money that's going to set him up for a long, long time. I look at Joe Burrow and I think he has talked from the very beginning about winning, 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 winning. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he would put the amount of money he gets ahead of that. I also know that he could have made a lot more money over the last few years in endorsements. He has chosen not to do that. That tells me that the money to him is not a priority. Mm -hmm. And so... But I think I think some of that comes with his kind of kind of who he is. He doesn't right. want to be out there in the limelight a bunch. He wants mm -hmm. to kind of live his life and play football. Right. And so to me, if your priority is football, if your priority is to win, well then the priority is not going to be to maximize the amount of money you can get. And that's where it comes into into the into effect where it's like, okay, well the own the 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 agent's job is to do exactly the opposite. Sure. Maximize the amount of money. It's just like, should he take a team-friendly deal? Really, no. I mean, who am I or who are you to say what somebody should want and how much money they should want? Well, that's the thing. But at the same time, if everything he has been telling us, Bengals fans, media, anything, over the course of really dating back to his time at LSU, which it's all about winning – if all of that is true, well, then you shouldn't expect it, in my opinion, expect him not to take a team-friendly deal. So the hard part of it comes to how do you find the middle ground? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I, I kind of disagree with Pac-Man there he, when he said, you know, they want to get a deal done before the season or maybe – I don't think if the season starts they want to do it. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to want to deal with it during the season. Mm -hmm. Pac-Man Pac did say, you know, he said he wants to get maybe maybe before the end of the season – I think it's very simple. It needs to get done before the season mm -hmm. because we have talked about the off seasons of Joe Burrow. And the only thing missing now is that contract. James Rapine said that with us the other day. The only thing missing now is the contract. So if you get the contract done, allow him to finish off this off season, get him the normal off season. He's got the best offensive line on paper in front of him. He's got great weapons you take away one more thing that could be on someone's mind. Mm -hmm. No way, no way would Joe Burrow want this lingering into the season. Yeah, in the past with this particular franchise, when they have been doing these deals to uh, extend their their best players, it usually happens right around training camp. I think most people figured this would be done by now mm -hmm. just because of as much of a layup it is. But if maybe that's the big deal, maybe the fact that it is team friendly is what's taking so long because you have to find ways to work around the salary cap. Sure. You have to find ways to convert stuff into bonuses. You have to convert stuff into workout and, you know, maybe escalators for passing yards and pro bowls and all pro and super bowl and whatever. Um, and all of that, Working in conjunction with the fact of, okay, here's what T. Higgins wants. Here's what Logan Wilson wants. Jamar Chase. Here's what Jamar Chase is probably going to get once we find out uh, whenever and it could happen at any moment with Justin Jefferson. 
getting his extension. So <clears throat> maybe that's what's kind of complicated this whole thing over the last I don't know, however many months. Um, I, I would not be surprised by that. I wouldn't hate the guy if he says, I want all the money you can give me. No, and, and that's the thing. Like, I would never I would never go into a situation and say, okay, Joe Burrow wants all the money he gets, and then be like, man, I can't believe he didn't settle for a team-friendly deal. I would never respond that way. I'd be like, go get mm-hmm. yours. You deserve that because of your play on the field. And I don't think many people would be angry to say, oh, go get your money. So right now it's just get it done. I think more so than anything, whatever the deal, whatever the dollar amount is, however you decide to pay him, just get it done and don't let that carry into training camp, mm-hmm. uh, preseason, regular season. Because we have seen, and I know Joe Burrow's different, we have seen in years past when stuff like that lingers, it can remain on the the mind of someone and affect their play. Sure. So get it done and make decisions after that. It also, to me... It does send a message. We heard a little bit from from Higgins and Chase this week. It does send a message to the rest of the team, where uh, where it's like my priority is winning. If you decide to do that, if you decide to and you openly say, "I want to keep my guys around me," then that tells the rest of the team, "My priority is winning. We're not coming here for any other reason other to other than to win football games." Sure. Uh, and I think that that is really really helpful and beneficial to a locker room when the leader and the face of your franchise is like that. I heard uh, Rob Gronkowski talking with Kay Adams yesterday on her show, basically talking about how how often Brady would take less. Brady at times took 50% less than he really was worth Mm -hmm. because he wanted to, to get good players around him. And if you think about it, New England, other than Randy Moss, never really had, besides Gronk, like yeah, they didn't do much. These crazy weapons around him. Bill Belichick built the defense, and Tom Brady found a way. And a good offensive line. And I do think that that's part of this that has to be talked about. And we've talked about it a little bit when 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 we discussed the T. Higgins trade rumors earlier this year. Is if you are going to believe in a guy like Joe Burrow, and if you are going to pay him a lot of money, you have to understand and and have faith in the fact that this quarterback makes other people better. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, you're more willing to sacrifice on some of these skill players. But you say sacrifice, but Tom Brady early in his career also took money. Sure. You know, this is is the big deal. After that, if you want to be a little more picky and choosy and build the team around you, so be it. But when you get this first contract or the second contract. What if it's a seven- or eight-year deal? See, I think I think he'd be around five or six, okay, or four or five. Interesting. If it is seven or eight, or gets into nine or ten, like we saw with Patrick Mahomes, then I think it's a completely different conversation. A hmm. uh, conversation that we can have uh, with you, the caller, uh, or as we continue on tomorrow or next week or this whole off season, because we have so much time between now and the uh, start of the NFL season. Let's take a break. Come back. Some phone calls, and uh, we'll get to some FC Cincinnati conversation as well before we bring in James Rapine. Uh, who's in for Mo Iger today? Cincy 360, a service of Cincy shirts on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Welcome back, Cincy 360, ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station, a service of our good friends at Cincy shirts. 
James Rapine in just a few minutes for quick hits and locks of the night. James is in for uh, Mo Egger. You know, I was looking up uh, quarterback salaries. Yeah. Career salaries. Yeah. Over the uh, the course of uh, long extinguished NFL careers. Yeah. What would you place the over under on Philip Rivers' career salary? Oh. 17 seasons in the National Football League. 17 seasons. The most he ever made in a season was $13.8 million in 2014. Um, maybe about 140. 140 is, is where you'd put the over-under. Yes. It's considerably over. Really? Patrick, or Philip Rivers, in 17 NFL seasons, amassed a career salary of $243 million. Ooh. Longevity wins. 243. That is $5 million short, I believe, of Peyton Manning. Longevity wins. Hmm. Incredible. Uh, PGA Championship is underway. We haven't even talked about it since the start of the show. Corey Connors currently leading the PGA Championship. Victor Hovland, you heard about him at the Masters Mm -hmm. until the final round. He's at three under. He's in second. And then you've got... What about my guy, Rory? Well, you got Thigala, you got Scotty Scheffler, you got Bryson DeChambeau, who looks like a uh, a shell of himself after he lost all this weight, all at two under. Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, at one under. Uh, it's not good when you got to scroll for folks. Rory's at plus two, just okay. missed a birdie putt. Brooksy, Brooks Kepka, plus one on the day. Oh, come on, Brooks. Um, trying to see who else I can find. Uh, Jason Day, plus three, coming off a win last week. John Rahm plus four. Mm. Not the best day so far for the uh, Masters champion John Rahm as well at the PGA Championships. The Spaniard. The Spaniard. Uh, who did I miss? Uh, Jordan Spieth? Did I mention Jordan Spieth? I don't think he did. Hey, he's a plus three. Uh, good. So there you have your uh, PGA Championship being played at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester. Rochester. Rochester, New Western York. Western New York. They had a uh, frost delay this morning. Oh. Apparently frost is... Very detrimental to grass. Mm. So like an people, hour and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, so if people are out there stomping around on it, it just kills everything. Apparently. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Major League Soccer. Uh, some folks thought this was a U.S. Open Cup match last night. It wasn't. <laughs> FC Cincinnati took on a uh, a Montreal CF team. Is that Did I say that right? Yeah. Do you know CF what, Montreal. Do you know what CF stands for? Club of the football. Look at you. Club of the football, man. Get hot, kid. I see uh, you working. CF Montreal, not the best team in the uh, the MLS towards the bottom of the uh, East standings. But guess what FC Cincinnati did last night? They beat a team that they were supposed to beat. That's what they did last night. They do so uh, behind goals, uh, I believe, uh, Lucho? Luciano Acosta, the captain. That was our call of the day earlier. Man, Vasquez, Lucho, Waterman, all scoring for FC Cincinnati. They got it started early in the second minute of the game. They get on the board. I mentioned 3-0. It felt like it was about 6 nothing when the uh, <laughs> the final whistle blew. FC Cincinnati on the season. On the season, eight wins, three draws, one loss. That one loss came against uh, St. Louis. That game um, in St. Louis had a, uh, I believe, what was it, a two- Two-hour-plus rain delay? Yeah. There was a lightning storm in the Lightning area. storm. It's a weird night, and uh, FC Cincinnati just uh, – they didn't have it that night. Uh, for what it's worth, St. Louis is in fourth in the Western Conference. 
FC Cincinnati and their 27 points uh, through 12 games now has them sitting atop not only the Eastern Conference, but atop all of MLS with 27 points. New England sits in second with uh, 24. That also second best in all of MLS. And the uh, Seattle Sounders, who lead the Western Conference, have 23 points. Before we get to what this weekend is, uh, do we have any Pat Noonan with Tommy G after the game? We do. This was fresh off their victory over Montreal. I think that's fair. The guys are outstanding tonight. Um, both sides of the ball. Happy that we could score some goals. Um, really happy with the chance creation. I know there, there was a couple more out there, but defensively it was good to, get, to keep a clean sheet, um, even when the game felt you know in control there. But all around, really pleased with the guys. Coach starts from Baji and Murphy tonight. Overall, what do you think of uh, their performances? Both very strong. Uh, Dom, just the discipline of the things you ask. It would have been great for him to be rewarded with uh, with a goal, couple couple uh, good looks there. Uh, Ian, I thought was excellent. You know the way he you know stepped off the line to challenge um, you know entry balls. I did. I think he just did a really good job of winning those. Um, good cover positions he was just well engaged all night with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps) no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's uh, Pat Noonan with the boys after the game. And this then, Austin, we mentioned yesterday, you got to take it one game at a time. He mentioned that with, uh, with Mo Egger earlier in the week. We mentioned it yesterday, one game at a time, because now that that game is done, we get to look forward to what Saturday is. What do they call the game? Hell is real. Hell. The hell is, is real derby. Real. You mentioned this Columbus team coming into a TQL stadium. In their last three, they have a uh, 5-1 win. They have a tie against Orlando, and then they just beat the LA Galaxy 2-0 in their last outing. So team playing some good soccer. Am I, am I correct in that assessment? Yes. That, that Columbus is playing good ball right now. Mm-hmm. Is it also true in my assessment that Columbus, throughout this rivalry, has had a pretty substantial edge so far against FC Cincinnati? For the most part, yes. So the time is now. The time is now for the orange and blue. The eyes of the soccer world will be upon us in uh, Cincinnati on Saturday evening. It's time to retake Ohio. Yes. Now, last time, there was a there was a problem at the end of the match with, with beers being thrown at players. Mm-hmm. One one of the players for uh, Columbus chugged a beer. Oh, after it was thrown at him, and he caught it. Oh, he was asked about that this week. Yeah, he said, "I hope it's two this time." Oh, so there there's some hatred here. There's a little bit of something going on. I like this. So I don't know if there's hatred there or if he's just thirsty. Okay. Speaking of a little bit of something going on, and and this was uh this was confirmed via a tweet I just saw from Paul Daner Jr. Uh, Paul Daner Jr. tweets, "Bald is the new hair." That's on facts. Uh, B.J. Hill has uh, has paid up his debt. He's paid up his bet <laughs> that he had made that he was going to have to shave his hair. Thanks for getting this back to the Bengals for Barney. And he did it, Austin. He shaved his head. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. He is now bald. He looks wonderful. BJ Hill has no hair. He looks beautiful. And he joins. I, I'm. It's almost getting to a point of men that I know in my life. I might know more bald men than men with hair. Why don't you shave it off, dude? I've done that once. Yeah, do it again. One time, uh, a couple years ago, I, I shaved my head for the St. Baldrick's Foundation. Let's go. Do and, it again, uh, It you wasn't coward. a great look. was not a great look. Do you remember there was a point last year in which I uh, shaved my beard? Yeah. And I just had a mustache? It wasn't your best the, look. The only hair on my head was a mustache. Yeah, I have photos. Yeah. That was back when we had videos streaming here, which we're going to get back to. We need to get back to the video portion of this show. Yeah. For our listeners. So, but uh, BJ Hill doesn't have hair now. So, are you going to shave it off? No, I'm not. If the Reds, oh boy, if the Reds win the NL Central, I'll shave my hair. No, head. no, no. Nope, if that's the it. Reds. All right, you're right. Finish, if they win the World Series. If they finish the season above 500, at 500 or above. Nope. Nope. You won't do it. Nope. You're a coward. Nope. Nope. I got all the stuff you need. Dude. They got to win the Central. I got everything you need. They got to win. You should let your hair grow out. No, no. Okay. Uh, so there. There it is. You won't do it either. <laughs> um, uh, let's break. Let's come back and let's get the franchise in here. James Rapine. Can't wait to hear what he's got in store for the next three hours. Jimmy Franchise, James Rapine, allbangles.com. Jimmy Longballs. Uh, the host today of the Mo Agger Show. What? Will join us when we get back. Cincy 360, a service of Cincy Shirts. On ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. It's time for Cincy 360 Quick Hits on ESPN 1530. Welcome back, Cincy 360, ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. A service of Cincy Shirts. The disrespect continues. James Rapine just now walking into the room. Uh, He knew exactly how much time he's had. He's just now walking in here. He's he got, kept saying, I'm not Mo. I'll be there on yeah, time. He's I'm not, not Mo. Mo. I'm I'll not be there Mo. on time. I'm not Mo. He's got half a lunch. Now he's he's got to unzip his headphones. He's he's taking forever. Um, you just have to you, – you can't help but wonder, when a guy like James fills in right. on this station, right. allbangles.com, yeah. you have to wonder, okay, can he, can he go anywhere else? The only thing I question is, where's Chad Brendel? Wow. Austin wants Ken to know Brew where Chad available? Brendel or Ken Brew is Chick today. Chick Ludwig? Is the Chickster not available? How far down we got to go before we get to Rapine, comma, James? Wow. Apparently not far because I'm the one here. Here he no is. Um, here he is. He's out of breath from having time. to get his that, headphones out. That said, how far did they have to go down the list to, to make you co-host of Cincy 360? Wow. That's what I want to go to because all of those guys would well, be upgrades. We, it, 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 wow. it wasn't their choice, Jimmy Sandy. Uh, but, 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 yes. Don't you ever disrespect Jimmy Sandy. Who? Uh, the Sandman. <laughs> who? The Sandman. Who? I That's who took I your job listening. originally. He's took, not. He didn't take my job. Yeah, you, you were did. pushed out. You did. No, you were pushed you out. You did. <laughs> You're right. Um, anyway, <laughs> you did. Uh, James, people are like, well, James is going to do it, here? so it's just got to be all bangles. Are you going to talk about anything outside of the bangles today? Mostly bangles. bangles. Okay. A little reds. What else is coming up from three to six? A lot of reds. Do you have any guests? Yeah. Charlie Ooh. Goldsmith at four. That's what? What? what, dude? No. Wow. No. Now he's coming in. He knows that we have Charlie on on Friday. No, so now he's gonna... James. Unbelievable, And man. literally, you know what I'm going to say? All right, what do you think they're going to ask you on Cincy 360 on yeah. Friday? Well, we're going to talk <laughs> a lot to him about FC Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that today. They James, won have yesterday, you, have and you, hell is real they, is happening. That's great. I hope you guys covered it a ton today. Wow. James, have you experienced the take workshop with Charlie Goldsmith? Oh, yeah. Friday okay. or Saturday nights before the game. Mm. Okay, you don't have to share all the details. Yeah, yeah I take workshop. I'm excited about this. Yeah. I'm interested. Will you be talking any NBA? Because no. you're you're a hooper. No, I, I maybe a little bit, maybe a little, especially me and Taryn. 
Definitely fans right. of the NBA. How do you how do you describe? I called that Heat win in Game One. By the way, how do you describe right now yeah, what Jimmy so Butler's everybody doing? else on this show yesterday? Did Go you ahead. guys? Yeah. I, I, I saw the uh, I saw the tweet actually. Yeah. I knew that. Go ahead, Jimmy Butler. Right now, yeah. How do you describe his game? Oh, how do you describe it? It's, it's unbelievable. It's it's tough to describe because he's he can't. He's not the best shooter. No, he's not great at that. He doesn't he's like elevate. He doesn't dunk on people. No, he savvy, re- smart. He's like a smaller version of the Joker. Because I watch the Joker and I'm like, he's not a great athlete. It looks like he's hurting running up and down the court, and then he's he's got triple doubles out. The, I mean, he's just those players. They're just so smart when it comes to the game. From an, I mean, out, yes, they're athletic. Go, going to Miami was the best decision yeah. he ever made because he's he's become a smarter player. Heat culture. Since. It, he really has. And he's Eric Spolstra coaches circles around Missoula. He's the best coach on the planet. Yes, agreed. I don't I don't want to hear about Pop. No. Eric Spolster is the best coach on the team. Uh, that being said, tonight, Lakers, yep. Nuggets. Yep. I've heard everyone say that the Lakers figured out the Nuggets. <laughs> like, no one else has tried to to, to yeah. run a defense at the Joker this year. I think the Nuggets respond well to that tonight. Yeah. And I know people talk about the, the altitude. 42 and 40 minutes for AD and LeBron because they did try to come back and win that game. It almost would have been better if the Nuggets went up 30 and you just rest LeBron and AD. Now you've got one day of rest older guys towards the end of their career mm-hmm. who do you like tonight i'm leaning nuggets mm. for a few reasons i will say lebron you can't miss free throws down the stretch no and, and, and he LeBron. settled i think he was tired and he Don't settled for take the three the hero three yeah yep. you're down three attack the rim but you know why he didn't attack the rim maybe because he's tired the other part is is he didn't want to miss another free throw yeah kills me i yep. lebron has always missed like it seems like he always misses the clutch free throws. free throws really frustrating so I think Denver's the better team. Yeah. I was surprised the Lakers came back the other night like they did. I don't think they figured anything out. I think the NBA world should be rooting for the Lakers tonight yeah. because otherwise you this might parody. not be a long series. Yeah, you want the parity. Like, well, the Heat winning yesterday makes that a series. Mm-hmm. Lakers win tonight, it becomes a series. If Denver rolls, which I think is the most likely scenario, yeah. the scenario I would pick, then uh, they're they're in trouble. You mentioned you're going to talk a lot of bangles this afternoon. What in particular around the bangles, other than Joe Burrow's hair and headband, will you be discussing? Everyone <laughs> wants to talk about Joe Burrow taking a discount. Yeah. A discount. He should take a discount. Team-friendly deal. Right. What if the money doesn't matter? Mm. Well, what if that's not the team-friendly part that actually matters? Oh. So we're actually going to, to lead with that in about 15 minutes. How about so that, Barney? That's an angle. Yeah. We got yelled James, at today by a guy named Barney on Twitter because we didn't talk enough bangles. Oh, well, Barney, you're going to get all the Bengals yeah. James, from allbengals.com all Bengals, publisher. There it is. Boom. James, your hair's getting pretty long. Have you thought about it? It is. Band? Yeah, so is my uh, my facial hair. This too. is what happens when you have kids. Yeah. You just, pretty soon you're going to be falling down and, and breaking your arm, too. I swear if that happens to me, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to punch you in the head. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a threat. The uh, you start gaining the weight. Record man. it, smell more. The situation as well, I, I, think, I think the AFC North is fascinating this year. Yeah. I think the Cleveland dynamic, if you look at that roster, especially adding Zadarius Smith, yeah. if Deshaun Watson is a shell of what he used to be, like MVP-type Deshaun Watson, I think they're the second-best team in the division. If Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers pans out or Odell Beckham pans out, oh. that's a scary team. If Kenny Pickett takes a second-year jump like people are hoping he does, Pittsburgh's a scary team. What if the Kenny AFC Pickett's North- Andy Dalton? Mm. They got a like good that's team. good enough. Like right. what, if, what if he's... Right. They have everything else. Correct. I, th- I think the AFC North is absolutely fascinating. It's the best division in football. Really? I, 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 is it close? Um, Who? 
at this point, Who? the AFC East right now is interesting. The East you, with Rodgers, it's interesting. Yeah, but, but I don't. I I still think the 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 fall off with New England and even Miami to a point is a greater fall off than what. What about anything in the North? What is. about the Raiders with Jimmy G now? What about him? That division's still good. Well, you got to wonder what Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is going to be. Oh, he's got Sean, Sean Payton. Payton though. That's fine. He's got Sean Payton. Yeah. Eh, that's but, okay. But there is the interest Giving level up first to me. Round picks for Sean Payton, especially when you <laughs> open back to back AFC North games. Yes, the AFC North is very intriguing. Well, you, to me you have this to start. Year. You have to start fast. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the part of it because it, it's probably the best the division has been during this Bengals run, mm-hmm. and yet expectation for the Bengals is the highest, the highest it's been. In <laughs> both are reasonable. Yeah. But if you're the Bengals and you're not only going to win the division for a third straight year, this will be the only time in Never franchise time. history yeah. they've won the division, period. Not just the North, a division, period, three straight years. Austin said no one in the North has ever won it three years in a row. I believe that. In it's the a North, fact. It's hard to do. Yeah. And it's only been around for 20-plus years. But He came know, out with that, also, also on, fact. that fact today. Fact. From Boom. Austin Elmore. Um, yeah, I just— So you, are, are you going to wager on—this is locked up. Are you wagering on Baltimore? No, I, I think Cleveland's the second-best team in the division. Do you know who Paul Daner Jr. and Charlie Goldsmith picked? Who? Pittsburgh. To win the division? To be the second best team in the division. Oh. I st- I think the Bengals win the North. See, yeah. I think Cleveland. They should win the I North. I think Cleveland is the toughest out, especially because the history, the Bengals have struggled with Cleveland in the last couple of years. And if the goal is home field advantage, like last year the Bengals started slow and it was, can they still make the playoffs? Yeah. Now it is. If you start slow, you can't get home field in the one seed, and that's what the Bengals should have. The thing Cleveland does, elite corner, elite pass rusher. Yeah. Now you have other guys that complement Miles Garrett. It's a tough matchup. Yeah, and the for, best running back in the division. For a team that wants to throw the ball all over the field. Right. And mm-hmm. I think the Bengals really found themselves. And so, yeah, I think— uh, The Browns are built more than any other team in the division to beat the Bengals. Yep. And, and that said, the Ravens gave them hell Correct. last year. Without Lamar Jackson. Without Lamar. And with zero weapons. Yeah, all of this being said. They called said, me, but it, they couldn't afford me. You guys no, called I get it. They didn't I get call it. you. Well, we barely could a, afford you to do this segment today. Call, James. No, it was real. It was AI. Speaking of John affording Harbaugh. things. Chat GPT. AI. Hey, Degenerates. Oh. It's time for Locks of the Night, presented by Cincy Shirts. Visit either store in Hyde Park or on Dixie Highway in Fort Mitchell and always online at CincyShirts.com. Now, let's make you some money. James, do you like the Reds today? You go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. I think Denver covers five. Uh, I, I what? really look. I think the Denver you just Nuggets went from went from the, the Reds, Reds don't the, play today. Yeah, man, just making you're sure just, you're staying on top of it. They got go the ahead. City Connect jerseys tomorrow. Uh, I know that City Connect. We don't have them here, but uh, they, you don't have one. No, I don't have one. You don't have one that says Pike. Nope. Um, you still got your Bengals jersey. You from gonna that talk tryout? about the Bearcats at all? Get any Buffalo yeah, Trace in there, Tom? That, I got no Buffalo Trace honestly, either. I'm going to drop a take. And I get it. People like wow. the City Connection jerseys. That's okay. fine. I, I've already declared it a football town. The Reds probably hate me. That's Love fine. it. My Love business it. is in, in well, football. Well, join the club. The join the club. <laughs> yeah. They, <they're, laughs> Are you jumping on board the Nuggets? Uh, with what, hold on. Not? What's his take? The, the take is simple. It's wh- I'm way more excited about Jordan Brand. Yes. Thank way you. Way more excited about Jordan Brand. All right. <laughs> just talk about gear. You mean BSN? I, I, I need Jordan Brand. Yes. In my So if I'm hoping for any gear to get sent to my house, all Bearcats.com. Jordan, Brand, Nike. Wait till you hear about Joe's New Balance outlet. Email me, Bearcats. Here we go. Uh, do you like Denver to cover five? Payola. Yes. All right. I think they win by 20. James and I are both on Den- 
20. Now, you could buy it up to 20 and probably get pretty good odds, but I'll, I'll keep it at five. They're going to roll. Um, James Rapine is... Uh, tired. You're lucky Taryn can't hear you right now. He's done. Uh, James Rapine <laughs> is up next for the next three hours on the Mo Iger Show <laughs> with James Rapine. we got to go because James has to finish his lunch before he goes on air. It's at some healthy lunch. We didn't want anything, James. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, yeah. Protein packed. Yeah, whatever you Built bar. Let's go, Here baby. we go. Hey, i got a tryout tomorrow for the Ravens. Okay, we're done. What a heel turn. Uh, we, are, we are now done. Since he, he turned your mic off. That's where we're at. Since he 360, thanks to uh, callers, listeners, talkbackers, everyone uh, that tagged along with us today. Thanks to Skyline Chili and Cincy Shirts. We'll be back again to wrap up the week tomorrow. Uh, until then, James Rapine is next. ESPN 1530 Cincinnati. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.